in the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for $7 million. The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreeHouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Superglue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce carts, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Anchortown Dogs, located on 4th Avenue across from the old 4th Avenue Theater. Look for the blue and gold umbrella. From reindeer dogs to bomb euros, they've got you covered. Anchortown Dogs, your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart. Crude Magazine, Alaska-based media outlet using the last frontier as a springboard to discover larger truths about the cultures of our great state. Read more at crudemag.com. Lawn Pro AK, Alaska's year-round professional property maintenance team. Services include snow and ice management, weekly lawn care, and more. Get your free estimate today at lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. 
Lady with a Plan, your own Alaska event planner. From scouting the perfect location to planning the tiniest details, specializing in event management and production for intimate social gatherings. Find Lady with a Plan on Instagram. Oh, I know. Like, I got that picture today, and I'm like, uh, excuse me? Ooh, nah, nah. Oh, nah, nah. <laughs> Um. That, yeah. That's yeah. Like, what we're talking about. Annoying. We just got pictures of of snow in Cantwell and and snow in Lake Louise. And of course, by the time this podcast comes out, I'm sure it's already hit. Um. But we're recording this. Uh, hopefully, it's already melted. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm excited because that that means those animals start moving around and get. Oh, it's gonna get weird. Get to grouping sure. up and stuff. But I mean, that's sketchy if you're going into some some areas. Yeah. I mean, it's a fluke. It's way early, and this is going to melt. But I was just thinking about the dudes that, like, Are maybe out. in the last two days have, have already gone up to... To for Caribou? For Caribou. Oh, yeah. Just got or, snowed on. Yeah, or even in the area up in the mountains for sheep. I mean, you're you're going to start yeah, your hunt Scotty. off, like, sitting in the tent. <sighs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, you got you got to, number one, wait for it to clear so you can see. Number two, you got to wait for... Wherever your logistics for like up and down are, so it's safe to go back down. Yeah. Because you don't want to walk on snow. Well, I've been saying everything's moved forward like four weeks, maybe even more. Mm. Um, because typically April's always been nice and then May's kind of rainy. Um, oh, no. I'm, I mean, May was always nice mm-hmm. and then June and then July and then August was like rain. But mm-hmm. then it just started raining right in July. So everything yeah. kind of like shifted, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, I'm a believer in, I don't know, this is kind of a crazy, weird theory, but like earthquakes, volcanoes, impacts of earth kind of like knock the earth's axis off just like a, a hair. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, let's say, you know, it's spinning like this and it's spinning yeah, around. Sure. And any little like earthquake or tsunami or something just shifts it bit, just just like that. And that little bit, you know what I'm saying, extends all the way to the outside where you get to the weather, and then that just becomes a, a new, like, now, now, where, I mean, as growing up, we used to get a lot of snow yeah. as a kid, oh, and now tons. we don't, but now, like, everyone that's in, like, Montana, like Montana, Michigan, you know, Boston, New York, like, now they get tons of snow that, like, we used to get, so, I mean, that's just my own little theory, I mean, there's, like, global warming and blah, 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 but just seems like whenever there's a shift obviously like now we're just on a separate like a slightly different access you know what i'm saying where we're turning just a little bit more southern yeah you know i was I mean? looking at <clears throat> earliest snowfall in anchorage I believe it's september 21st 96 i was just curious i wanted to look that up well it used to always be um and we didn't get any snow in Anchorage today, but Cantwell, that's 228 miles north, and it is up in the elevation. At mile 228, that's... That whole area, Lake Louis, that's all, all the way, like, <clears throat> directly across from that, too. It's all Denali yeah. area right there, Nanana River. Um, I actually glanced up at the mountains today up in the uh, Chugach, thinking there might be some snow up there. Yeah. I didn't see any because nah. it was like snowy and then it got cold. Like it was pretty cold last night. Yeah, it was chilly. It's been getting cold. Yeah. 
like now we don't have the fan on in the bedroom you no, know like yeah, no, no, all no. the windows got closed to like yeah. you know one third mm-hmm. of what they were because it's just like i think the, the family had a fire last night when we oh, were here right. recording oh yeah you know in the house <laughs> and they're like oh it's full yeah. uh, the blankets are coming out you know like yep, they the, are the couch coming blankets. out mm-hmm. yeah i walked, <laughs> walked wo- upstairs on <laughs> I sunday morning the, yeah i busted the woobie out <laughs> like two days ago i just had like snug, a 30 minute snuggie? 30 minute like just i was just do like a power nap and i just like uh, and i was like cold so let me get that wool back just all like fetal position yeah where's my blankie yeah well speaking of that um let me uh i'll show you the picture i won that contest mm. so i ended up winning kafaro used to do i don't know if they still do it but they used to do a uh a photo contest and you would win, you know, first place would get something and second place would get something. And I got second place or maybe third place, the will be. And, and this was the, the picture that I won with. And that's on our, one of our float hunts. Yeah. Me and Carlo. And that's obviously the picture of the, uh, eight man teepee that he has. Yeah. Is which, that, is that the sawtooth or is the sawtooth the little one? No, that's the eight man teepee. The, the sawtooth teepee. is like the mix between like a teepee and a tent. Yeah, like the front is kind of teepee-ish, but then it like goes down to like and and a you tent. and you want a wubby? Yeah, I want a wubby. Is the wubby a kafaru wubby? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta look some shit up. <laughs> so the wubby is pretty uh-huh. much like um, oh, like shit. a uh, quilt, you know? Yeah, it's their version of a quilt, I think. But to me, it was like the perfect just like couch family blanket, you know. Kafar Kafaro Wubby? I, I've heard you say it before. Oh, I could look it up real quick too. Yeah, here. I just so I'm so like, people what? can see it. Yeah, I mean that thing is awesome. I love. I love. Oh, is it camo love, too? Yeah, it's camo. <laughs> oh, you know it's camo. Is it like a down fill or something? Yeah, it's their fill. It's whatever their. Uh, it's the same as their sleeping bag. The same fill that they put in their. Um, okay, so their, like, it's jacket. The, uh, it's designed to replace the USGI poncho liner. And are much warmer. The poncho liner? Yeah, like I think <clears throat> you would use that as insulation inside your poncho. Oh, okay. If you're sleeping on the ground or whatever. Oh, this one's called the doobie. It's, it's this one? Whoa. The doobie? Doobed up. Maybe they switched it up. Yeah, what so it's got it? um, apex insulation. Okay. Hmm. The oh, there's doobie. the wooby and the weeby. <laughs> Yes, I got the wooby. So, what is that like? What's that's the size of? And like, in re, you know, what's that compared to the wub? Um, I would say if you opened up like your, um, like my, if you opened up my extra large, extra wide, extra long wiggies. Oh, it's that big. It's like that, and the oh, same shit. insulation. It's like so. That, it's about the size of a five-gallon bucket. Then. Oh, when you stuff it. Yeah, like oh, the, when you yeah, stuff that. it. Okay, yeah. when you stuff it, I would say it's like. The size Pack. of maybe your marmot tent. Okay. Like mm. kind of, you know, about like this. C- cylinder. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like this, you know what it is? It's like the side of, um, you know, when you go out on someone's boat and you put out the uh, the little thing. The buoys? To, the buoy to block it from oh, hitting the Oh, yeah, thing. the it's bunker like, buoys. It's like that size. Okay, that that's that's a really good comparison. Hit me with the photo with the homies. This one? Yeah. <laughs> there it is. All right, cool, man. Yeah, so I have... Um, so that would actually come in really handy if you're spiking and you did like a lean-to tent, but you didn't want to pack a sleeping bag, but you just wanted to bundle up in that with your with your puffies on. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you'd probably be survival 
Yeah, that'd be good also for just like the early morning. You're going to just oh. do that early morning moose and you want yeah, something. Up, up there on the stool with just the spotting that. scope with the whoopie on? Yeah, just get whooped out. <laughs> My needs, kids love to get whooped out, man. man. Oh, no, yeah. Well, you'd probably be puffy and that. Dude. But another thing I forgot to mention that um, a little trick. I mean, it's dangerous, so be careful if you do this. <laughs> I know but, where you're going with this. But... Um, <laughs> If fire you have, danger. If, yeah, fire danger. If you have one of those little pocket rockets, the MSR cells, which is like super don't, tiny. Don't should, try this at home, folks. Yeah, try this in the field when your kids and wife aren't around. <laughs> um, and so if you have like one of those ponchos, like Wiggy cells that are awesome, like huge rain poncho, it's just like, you know, massive. Um, well, Carlo. I thought, what was Eric saying? They don't make it anymore? Um, I don't know. The poncho. They don't? Yeah. That's, I, that's what he said. But I'm sure there's other ponchos. There's lots of oh, ponchos. Oh, yeah, and you, you could get. find them anyway. So anyway, you would take a poncho, and if you're doing your early morning, um, you know, moose calling and whatever, when it's super early and you just got your coffee and or late night, and he'll put that pocket rocket, like, between his feet. Like, let's say he's sitting on the side of the of his glassing area or whatever, and he'll put that pocket rocket and light it on really low and just put the um, put it inside uh, inside of the poncho. So it just, like, heats that thing up. Like, oh, man, that'd be you know so nice. Just, just, like, on low, you know, just, like, Put hot. your hands down there. <laughs> but you would, you know, be careful. You're going to mount your Every time yourself. I put my poncho on, glassing, I, like, kind of, like, situate myself where I'm, like, how did he get that in here and not burn something? Like, just, like, spread his legs open good enough and, like, <laughs> was he on, like, a tripod stool? No. One of those? No, just sitting on the side of a mountain. Oh, sitting down on the ground. Yeah, sitting down. Like if you're on an elevated something, you're kind of up and your feet are down low. And you kind of put it by your feet and then you just kind of put the poncho out around it and then Mm -hmm. just put it on low. And I'm sure there's some finagling to to get it right. But, you know, it extends your want to sit there. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) Big time. Yep. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. I would recommend it. Little hot tip. As far as... uh, Hot tip, you little know, hot tip. You got to pay attention, though. Yeah. I mean, you got to pay attention Anytime to sitting around that. the fireplace, too. That's why all my pants got holes in them. True. From the fire. And cold, too many cold shots? Yeah. Well, I think mostly when you're burning. Is that the buzz ball night? When you're, yeah. <laughs> the buzz ball night, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Well, when you're burning that spruce, man, that just pops. You know, that spruce. Oh, yeah. And especially now that there's so much of that, uh, like, spruce beetle. One, it's all dried up it's oh, holy man. it's got like room to like air to move through there and just pop it when it blows mm-hmm. and then just you just catch an ember you know you're not paying attention and next thing you know you burn your pants and your leg yep so Watch and out. then those nice you know hunting pants just turn into camping pants so then you gotta go buy a new pair yep <laughs> just put them add them to the stack <laughs> these are hunting pants now <laughs> yeah all my pants got holes in them like in the same spot, like right where you're between my, right below my knee. Because mm-hmm. that's like by the fire. Yeah, the it lowest like part. It just gets there and it's loose. You probably don't feel it burn because it's kind of loose there. Yep. It just burns through and there it goes. Um, well, it welcome goes. to Alaska Wild Project episode... 78. 78. Yeah. Yeah. Today we want to talk to you guys about um, tents and shelters. Um that we use and maybe some funny stories on some that, you know, the reason why we upgraded to the ones that we have and, you know, the tents that we're going to mostly talk about are tents that we feel are certified. 
Like these are oh, legit, yeah. dude. Like Definitely. this is like if Tried you're looking for a tent, you don't know because you go and there's so many tents, dude. You walk into REI or you walk into any of these like big box stores and there's just like 50 tents. You know, you're like, I don't know which one is legit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but over the years, you know, all the camping and, and we're going to go run the full gamut from like when we're taking out the family um you know, to down to like, you know, the teepee where you're going with just a couple dudes. Um, so basically that was, that's the agenda for the pod. Yeah. Today. Yeah. I'm excited about this one, man. I'm tents are one of my most favorite pieces of equipment. I think I've got like maybe seven or eight of them total as far as like what I have floating around in the garage that I use and stuff that's just in the shed Yeah, that I kind of like shelved it and I could probably get rid of it in like a garage sale one of these years because yeah. i don't intend on bringing them back out but i don't know man then they have memories dude yeah tents have like they go on adventures they shelter you your family or your you know partner they leak and then well, they I think, suck yeah. <laughs> and then well, you remember those ones too it's like just like an piece of gear i think eventually it's lifetime fades mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. no matter what it is i mean yep. we we do say it's a lifetime purchase you know that's what we tell our wives oh, you yeah. know, to buy this expensive it's 800 bucks honey it's worth it yeah we're gonna have this a long time yeah but a long time I mean, really it, turns uh, into like 15 years yeah yeah which is a long time especially if you're oh, going shit, yeah. you know you're using that thing five to ten times at least mm-hmm. every summer for mm-hmm. 10 years you know that's and worth it you got your money's worth they're priceless when it counts man yeah. Oh, yeah. You mean like, oh man, I wish I wouldn't have dropped a thousand bucks on that tent when it's snowing six fucking inches. Yeah. And you're dry and warm in your tent. Yeah. Well, you know? I, I mean, jumping right into that, like, yeah. Um, I used to rock this. Um, it was Alexia's tent that she had before we got married, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a Sierra Designs two man tent. Um, love the tent. We camped so many times in that tent, but it was one of those older tents. I mean, it's probably from, you know, early 2000, 2001, you know, 20 years ago, the Mm -hmm. tent. Um, there's been a lot of improvements in materials and and poles and stakes and all that. And even just the doors. Was that a a two-man tent? It was a two-man tent. And... It was a great tent for a long, long time. The one thing that I always didn't like about this tent was the the door. It had the front door only. Mm. So now every time you buy a two-man tent, there's the side. You have the side with the vestibules, but yeah, it just t- had like doors. the front vestibule. So then when you're coming in and out of that thing, you're like bumping your partner or whatever, mm-hmm. and you pretty much have to like crawl hands and knees to get in there to reach the zipper Mm -hmm. you're brushing against especially if it's raining your back's brushing up against the 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 angle vestibule yeah the cover itself you know what i'm saying and then you pull it up and then water gets in there where your shoes are in there you know and it's just and you gotta zip it back up and yeah you know it's just a nightmare because you get your knees all wet if, if you know once you open that thing up and now they've made so many improvements with the side doors mm-hmm. and the way the vestibules are kind of sticking out. So when you open the zipper, you're not going to get water in there. Yep. So I um, I I knew that that tent, we took that tent on the Kasugi the first time we went, and it just started dripping on us. And I had sprayed it, yep. did the full spray, yeah. you know, all that stuff. That that works for a little bit. Yeah. It's not going mean, to work if you're on a full night 
full just two days of rain. pouring rain, like eventually yeah. it's going to drip. Yep. So it just goes through the seam, and next thing you know, it's on the it's on the mesh, and then you just see the water on the mesh, and then it just starts dripping down on you, you know. And then I had another time where I borrowed um, Cisco's tent. Um, it was one he was going to sell. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say it wasn't the lime. No, it was like an REI one. Really nice tent, but it's I think I thought it was a North Face tent. Maybe it was a North. Yeah, Face it was tent. yellow, right? Yeah, it was yellow and gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a two or three man, one of those like two thousand something model tents, yeah. which are good for like four or five years. But if you use them hard, they yeah. lose their like DWR, and then the seams start leaking and. Yeah. So I was. And if you the, don't dry them out and take care of them right exactly. too, that's, that's what fucks them up. That's that's highly important too. Yep. Yep. Got to get them dried out. out. So I knew that the that little CR design tent that we had been using was not going to work for me because we were going to go to the Gokana. It looked like it was going to be a rain fest. Mm. Um, so I was like, I didn't want to drop the tent. He was selling his tent. I was like, well, maybe I'll buy it. Let me test it out. You know, <laughs> one of those moves. A test drive? Yeah. Let me just see. <laughs> let me see what this thing, make sure this thing's certified, right? Um, before I buy it. He was totally cool with that. But it had the same like front entrance thing which, you know, I didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe they hadn't really come out with the new style or I don't know. Anyway, so we took it in day one, day one of the Gokana before we even start, you know, we're like at Pax and Lake still. And it's pouring rain, dude, and, and I'm by myself in that thing, dude, and I just wake up to just drip, 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 drip on my face, dude. I was so upset. <laughs> I, like, take a video of it just, like, dripping on me, and I send it to him. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to buy this, you know. So then the rest of the trip, because I didn't have room to go in anyone else's tent, I would have to, like, wait till everyone set up. We would set up, like, the bug net TP, mm-hmm. or not TP, but, like, the cook tent. Yeah. And then I would put my tent in there at night so I wouldn't get wet, you know, the double tent. Yep. And, of the course, t- I sent the, a picture the tent of over the to, tent? Yeah, the tent over the tent, you know, <laughs> so I wouldn't get wet. So then after that, I was like, all right. I'm sure that was a good tent in its day. Yes. But it like it just wasn't inserted no more. Yeah. So I don't know. He ended up selling <laughs> to some poor soul. Poor sap. <laughs> Somebody Still got it. to this day. So then the hard research just, you know, began. <clears throat> yeah. You know, on like what what are we gonna what's the two man tent that I'm gonna want? Because obviously I like that for when I just go with Mateo or by myself mm-hmm. or with Alexia. And um, I ended up, I was really looking at the Hillebergs, which are really excellent Those tents. Those are badass tents. Really excellent yeah. tents. Always heard lots of good things. Kind of heavy, right? Kind of heavy. Yeah. Um, big. They, and they aren't, um, I think a lot of them aren't freestanding. You have mm-hmm. to like stake them, you know what I'm saying, to like hold it up. Whereas like the stone glacier one is like you have the poles and it's in there and it's to hold well, itself up depends on the, like the one i was looking at yeah the one chad was talking about he has a three man that mm-hmm. he brings around a backpack cheap hunt so it's got to be a big heavy tent three man yeah it is and it it's is, probably comfortable as hell for two guys yeah two guys probably one but really. he said that he can set up the shell only the fly and then the tent mm-hmm. he doesn't actually have to have the tent yeah under it and so he was considering kind of doing that like like so our TP style, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I always knew that, and those are legit. Like those mm-hmm. Hillebergs have always been legit, but they're they're not that light. No, um, they're definitely bomb proof. 
Um, mm-hmm. But and I had put in all like the sheep hunts and the SEI stuff. Like whenever you try to win something, yep. I was like, I want that. I need that. So I can't, I didn't win it. I didn't want to go spend you know twelve hundred bucks or whatever it was for the three man. You know it's expensive. It was like yeah. eight hundred nine hundred. Mm-hmm. And then um, actually, I'm gonna pull the picture up real quick. So then I ended up going with uh, Scotty G, um, not Scotty G, um, Scotty Peters ended up buying the Stone Glacier tent, and he was going to upgrade to a teepee, so he was going to sell that. And I had already done my research, and I was like, that's the one I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got it pulled up right there on, on the Skyscraper? Picture. Yeah, the Skyscraper 2, man. Oh, what a great photo. Yeah, that's up there on Camp 360 when I went to meet oh, Chad, and yeah. I was up there by myself. Yep, yep. Um, and those of you listening, um, if you want to check it out, you know, this is the Stone Glacier Skyscraper two man um or just jump on the youtube page and you'll be able to see it on the tv here obviously we weren't able to bring these tents into the studio and set them up but yeah that would have been sweet yeah that would have took up all the room in here damn man you go on the website and they're sold out oh they are Mm -hmm. they got some at barney's oh really yeah you got some at barney's that's all you need to know yep and they have the um and if you want to go with the hilleberg they have that there too Mm -hmm. yep and they have the and they have the megalite like the one we're going to get into next um, they oh, he's rocking the, that teepee? They, got, that they have it there, too. Yep. Nice. He had two okay. of them there when I went. Oh, yeah. Um, so I ended up getting this Stone Glacier one from from Scott. I was going to buy it at Barney's because um, he had them, and I was going to buy it. I think it. Scott bought it from Barney's. He did. Yeah. He did. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, okay. The new one came out, and I talked to Kevin. I was like, what's really the difference between the new and the old one? There wasn't that much that made me yeah. want to pay the new price. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up just buying the one off of Scotty for, you know, the used deal. And he was just gave the, the, homie, the homie hook up. Yeah, it lists for like 600 bucks, 595 Okay. So I think I got it for like, I don't know, 400 mm-hmm. So I couldn't pass it up. So nice I price. ended up buying it. Love it. Love that the tent. That thing is really nice, dude. Love the tent. Um the way the vestibules, it has the two-door vestibules on both sides, um, and it sets up really quick and easy, which I really like. Um, so here's another picture kind of from the inside. Me and Jack took this on our on our sheep hunt. We also took it on our sheep hunt this year. Um, there's another picture of it there with, uh, you know, on the side of the river where we were when we made a fire down there. Um, there's a kind of a night shot of Camp 360. Um, so it's... A really legit, and I will say this, for it's perfect for me and Alexia. We're nice in there. We're next yeah. to each other. Mm-hmm. But if you got two dudes in there, you're going to want to go head to toe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. then you're not like staring into homie's eyes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And th- what's really cool is we would keep the doors, we would keep the doors um, open mm-hmm. and the vestibules obviously down and you can put all your stuff in there like your backpack fits in there your rifle fits in there all your stuff fits in that vestibule and it just makes it seem so much more open yeah when you have both sides open yeah. if it's not buggy you well you're that. you're utilizing more of the square footage in the tent yeah versus like just being consolidated to the enclosure yeah and because then you're just like okay this is where we're like resting and laying down and like your body's at, but then all your pack. Uh, yeah, and, like, and we could cook and, there. We sat because yeah. we were in a straight up, straight up storm, and that thing mm-hmm. is like certified. Like we didn't know that was the first time that I had ever like took it on a storm storm, and it does come with those little DAC stakes, mm-hmm. which are legit, dude. I didn't trust them at first. So I was like, ah, I don't yeah, know. they are small. They're tiny. Yeah, um, they're like tiny. Like, um, what are they made out of? Like, uh, I'd say aluminum, Maybe like aluminum. aircraft aluminum, yeah. like very light. 
Yeah. Very well, they light. like titanium. They're like maybe. Yeah. Anyway, they look, work actually. really, really, really good. I've stuck them in sand. I've stuck them in dirt. I stuck them in rocks on the side of mountains. Um, so they really dig in really nice. And the tent has a lot of like um, anchor points where you can like cinch it down. So it's really all the way down to the bottom. It has a really good bathtub in there um, that comes up about a foot. So you don't have to worry about water oh, coming in from the side. that tall? Yeah. Mm. It comes up on the inside tall. Right on. has that nice little vent um, <clears throat> right there that you can kind of see in the picture. Um, that you can open up that goes all the way to the outside, and it has the inside vent that has uh, the mesh in case it's buggy. Mm-hmm. Okay, and <clears throat> it's that clear color, so it doesn't get as hot as it mm. will like with a dark tent. Oh, interesting. And it's brighter in there. Yeah, you so it's kind of sometimes when you're in the dark, in the morning. <laughs> when you're yeah, well, yeah, if you're in a dark tent like a, the guide tent or something, this is dark in there, mm-hmm. and 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 there's not a um, I mean, there's actually good vintage, but. That was a really cool thing. Really vintage? good pockets. Is that a word? What did I say? Vintage. Vintage. Yeah, I don't know. Did I make that up? Maybe. I mean, if you, it's a great word. Vintage. I like it. Yeah. Um, has a lot of good mesh in there for pockets on the side and on the top. Um, I wish I had a better picture of that. Um, but overall, excellent tent. No problem with the zippers. Able to cinch it down. Um, it's just three poles that cross and then the one in the middle that holds it wide. It has a lot of extra clippings and um, Velcros on the inside so that you can Velcro the actual outside to the pole if you just know you're going to be in a storm. But you don't have to. So if it's going to be nice weather and you don't feel like you need to, you don't have yeah. to. Um, and you can open up both sides of the door. You can roll one side back or roll both sides back so that it opens up really nice. And it yeah. packs down to what? What's, did you look at the weight? Uh, yeah, four pounds, 13 ounces. Yeah, so, so it's, on, right it's on not five super heavy. No, no, and it's pretty small. Yeah, I mean, it's a little heavy when you compare it to like running a teepee or whatever, but for a legit shelter for two guys to, yeah. to, to sleep in, especially if you're spreading gear out and one guy's carrying that, but somebody's carrying extra food or fuel or whatever. Or the poles. <clears throat> I think that's what we did. We like split the, the fabric and some and yeah. hit the poles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've I've really liked that. That's yeah, a great product, man. That thing's sweet. As a two man tent, I love that tent. I would suggest that tent. Um, I have had zero issues with that tent at all. It's beautiful. I love it. It's a great two man. Oh, that thing is. That's the bee's knees, man. When it comes to a two man tent for spaciousness, and I wanted to clarify. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, the bathtub concept. Mm-hmm. So it's like what you think, <clears throat> you know, bathtub has walls. flat with the walls mm-hmm. and that's where you're gaining space in the tent is when versus a tent that's sloping down at an angle. So it's your square, <clears throat> your square footage on the floor is good. But now as the walls come up off the floor edge and the angle vertically, you're losing square footage and, and space all the 360 degrees, it's enclosing as it gaps up to the top, right? Yes. Hope I'm explaining that right. So You are. And the bathtub widens the tent's floor width length vertically straight up. So when Daniel says a foot up, that means it's carrying or, or maintaining that width value all the way up to 12 inches. Mm-hmm. Then it's starting to finally slowly slope up. So now you've got that wider 
kind of space so that like mm-hmm. you know two grown six foot men laying in there yeah and now what they started doing with with um we'll get in your into your marmot two men right now yeah which is very similar in design now the one thing i do really liked about your marmot one is when you look at that and i'll pull it up actually not that picture this one this is kind of blurry that's, i think that's the limelight what 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 i really like about yours is your pole it doesn't just bend it has a bend in it so like, oh, like, so it, like it, it has, has a curvature a, has, yeah. and then it has like a 90 mm-hmm. that goes like straight down. So then when you actually pop up the walls, like you can kind of see in this picture, I mean, it's kind of blurry, but you can see that those walls go straight up almost two feet. Yeah. Before it starts yeah. the curvature to the so dome. So if you can imagine you're like sitting in the tent on your butt, that, that curve goes up to like your shoulder. Yes. Before it goes up. So you have like a, it feels really, really spacious in there. Yeah, that's a really, really nice, like, that Marmot. What is that, Limelight? That's the Limelight 2. Um, it's a three-season versus, like, that Stone Glacier is a four-season. I mean, that thing has got, you know, it, it's kind of like almost the Limelight on steroids is kind of what that Stone Glacier oh. is. But it doesn't have that bent pole that you can see in the picture where it gives it that more square like bottom. Way bathtub-y That square type. bottom. Mm-hmm. But it does have the two doors the two yep. the two yep. vestibules two two the two doors um which is really really nice yep yep another really cool feature about that one um transitioning into that model tent which is is a similar lightweight backpacking tent um what's it weigh i was just gonna oh. look at that uh let's see specs on that limelight it's coming in at three pounds five ounces so it's actually, lighter than it's the about stone. a pound letter lighter than that stone. Well, that's why the, the stone glacier has more material. That's a four man. Another thing that's well, a two man, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. It, it's, um, it's, I think it's just structurally got more material and then the poles are a little bit more rigid. Like these ones, I think that's where this one's coming in lighter because of the poles okay. are lighter and they are very, very light. But dude, like if that thing gets into some like catastrophic, Gale forest hurricane shit at six thousand feet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I probably trust the stone glacier in in terms of its construction with those poles, and with some guy down, you know, tie downs versus this one where it is, it's got some flat edges, so I think this is maybe more prone to catching wind if it's right, okay, like hitting gotcha. this direct side. Yes. You know, what yeah, I mean? it, on that side right on there. On that side, yeah. So yeah. it's kind of I will say questionable that those- in that sense, but. Those stone glacier poles mm. are stout. They're stout, and they're not like the little thin. They're like even like on the Cabela's guide tent, like they're kind of thin. Mm-hmm. But they're those are like a little bit thicker. Yep. And they're I don't know what whatever that material is, titanium or whatever it is. Yeah, we could probably look it up. Um, carbon fiber, or I don't know what they're using. They're not carbon fiber, no. But I want to say they're. It's all. It's aluminum. But it is know. like, like the string that they use that connects. They're, they're DAC poles. Okay, so they're DAC yeah. poles too. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, they're legit, awesome, yep. awesome, awesome, and just the little features in there, and also, the, and what makes it that four man inside? Because I didn't know Two this. Man. I mean, I, I mean four season. There it is. Sorry, not four man. You definitely cannot fit four men in there. Um, It'd be tight. And it has inside <laughs> on both sides where your foot or your head is. It has like a cross um, wire. Mm-hmm. It's like a really tough string or wire that is supposed to be for snow weight. Oh, it's like pulling against itself to like 
to just keep that stoutness, so you're not going to get okay. that. You're not going to get the smash. Yeah, I'm looking down. at it right here in the in the view, and you and the cords go across, mm-hmm. and you got the vent in the middle, right? Or that little circular, yes, vent thing or whatever in the middle. Yes, man, what, what like well thought out design on that tent as far as like for structural integrity in the wind, the vestibules, the bathtub. The crisscross reinforcement for the snow and the vent. I mean, you start getting like quick temperature swings. You get some like mouth breathing going in there, and it gets so st- yeah steamy and like just humid. Be nice if they had like <clears throat> two vents because I always feel like you can get the wind kind of flowing through mm-hmm. there. You know, if they had like another one of those circle things on the other side. Yeah. Um, and also in that little circle thing, it has like a little like mini pole that you can like prop it up so it stays open oh so you can get a little air yeah going in there and it can yeah <laughs> yeah so that's a nice little touch way cool design yeah like i said like that in the limelight is like the limelight's just a good entry level slash um solid like for the price point um what does that thing come in at that two is, and it's, it's very like, similar I to say the. It's only like three fifty or something like that. And that limelight, because I was looking at those two, it's yeah. really similar to the one that Cisco upgraded to the tungsten. Tungsten's another model like that, yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. almost the same, different color, maybe almost the same though, like almost uh, identical. Yeah, the, so the limelight is has just has that bathtub versus the octagon mm. style of the of the. Um, tungsten tungsten yeah. yeah which is a good one but i i was trying to maximize my thought process on that was trying to maximize space for two people specifically me and my wife yeah for our for our backpacking trips and um it fits the bill and it wasn't crazy expensive i want to say it was like 250 i think yeah so like half the price of yeah. the sg i mean and and i don't know that i would trust this thing i i mean i'd take that sheep hunting I'd take it. I'd go for it. But the SG is, like, designed for it. Yeah. And for the snow and the whole thing. Like, this, I'd be pretty sketched out if I was sitting up there and there was, like, snow falling, like, by the inches per hour. And and then I don't know if the limelight one, but the SG uh, rain fly goes all the way down to the ground. Like, if you wanted mm. to. It's just going to, like, all the way like down. It just sucks. Like, if you want to. There's no tent exposed underneath the fly. Yep. Yeah. Which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Or up, and it has a lot of room to go up, even like a foot, I want to say, in case it's hot and you want some airflow going through there. Oh, wow. Like you're not worried about the rain. Sure. Um, yeah, if it's kind of hot. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great product. I'm pretty stoked about that Stone Glacier. I haven't crashed in it with you yet, but. We'll get there, bud. Yeah, one of these years, we'll give it a shot. And, you know, we've been so TP, you know, committed, if you will. Yeah. That. You know, I was like, well, why do we don't need a tent? Yeah. You know, and then you guys did the tent last year, and now you've done two, you know, both. I mean. Yeah, I, I personally prefer the TP. Lean, lean toward the TP, yeah. Just the amount, the amount of space, <laughs> the amount of space you have in that thing, dude, is just insane. Oh, yeah, with two dudes? Yeah. Yeah, because I think it's a four-man. It is considered a four-man. Technically. Yeah. Those but, mega lights. Yeah. Let's uh, take a quick uh, shout-out to the sponsors, and we'll yeah. come back and jump into the Run mega it. light. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. 
Barney specializes in supplying hunters with the absolute best Alaskan proven gear on the market for some of nature's most rugged and demanding terrain. Whether you're headed to the remote volcanic islands of the Alaska Peninsula in search of a brown bear, or the shale-infested glacial valleys of the Brooks Range for dull sheep, it is critical you choose the right gear for your dream hunt. Don't miss Barney's exclusive brand, Frontier Gear of Alaska, tested from the high mountains of Tajikistan to the extreme conditions of Alaska. These products were designed for high performance and durability. Frontier Gear was derived from decades of experience hunting big game in Alaska. Paired with other top brands, it provides you the absolute best gear selection anywhere in the world. Stop in at Barney's Sports Chalet in Anchorage on Northern Lights or check out their custom website and reference tool at barneysports.com. Arbor Capital. Arbor Capital is based in Anchorage, Alaska, and it's your go-to wealth management company. Arbor Capital is at the forefront of digital assets and cryptocurrencies. If you've been looking to invest your hard-earned money or you just want to learn more about crypto, blockchain technology, or digital investments, give their website arborcapital.io a visit. What's great about Arbor is they provide a low-cost, transparent, research-based investment strategy for digital assets and traditional investments as well. ArborCapital.io is your first step in putting your money to work. Let one of Arbor's investment professionals walk you through your options for financial growth and security. Start investing for the future today at ArborCapital.io. Arbor Capital, your Alaska digital asset company. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. At Total Truck, you can find brands such as ARE, RSI Smart Caps, Goose Gear, iCamper, Front Runner, Rigid Lights, Rhino Linings Bedliners, and everything you need to outfit your truck or SUV. Alaska Overlander provides 4x4 vehicles and expedition trailers custom modified for Alaskan adventures and outfitted with rooftop tents, fridges, and all the camping and cooking gear you need to start exploring. Visit them at alaskaoverlander.com. So our first um, sheep hunt that we went on, we, I mean... We had three tents. We each had our own tent, <laughs> which was not the smartest. Uh-uh. Um, and then we realized after that we went. Oh, no. Hold on. Rewind. We had two tents and a teepee. So. We did. I brought my tent. You brought your tent. And no, because you, you and Cisco shared a tent. Oh, yeah, that's and right. And I stayed in the tent. Oh, yeah. We brought then, the teepee because we weren't sure about that. We're like, oh, we don't know. We better bring the tent just in case, and we can just do our gear in there is what we were thinking. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, teepee was going to just be like storage, cooking, making coffee. Yeah. Like a spot. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next year, we're like, okay, we're going full teepee. Yeah. And up on the screen, I actually have a picture of um, a separate one, but the same teepee on the same area where we went. Do you have a photo of that first trip i'm sure with i do the three with the three of them yeah I do. actually you have that i have um, a video you have that badass photo i think in your in your house that's no that's uh, this one. Oh, that's that one okay yeah okay. that's that's this one that's like so this is the two this is so so we ended up and this is i mean a while back and there's been a lot of new companies that have been coming with tps um i want to say back then the only real option was kafaru which had their array of tents and then you start looking at um we started looking at black diamond 
you know, real mountaineering tents that people were using. Um, so we ended up starting to purchase the Megalite, um, which you have one, Cisco has one. And, um, I'm going to kind of scroll through some of these pictures and, and this one here, you can just see how we set up the, the teepee. Um, it's like you said, it's really light. Mm -hmm. What was the weight on it? Sub two pounds. Yeah. I want to say it's 1.8 pounds pack okay. weight with the, uh, with the carbon fiber pole mm -hmm, stakes and little stakes. Yeah. Um, so with that, like we have slept three people in there. We set it up. We put the pole in and we kind of slide the pole to one side. So two dudes would come. So the only thing that the... the um, Correction, two pounds, 13 ounces. Okay. So three, right under three pounds, mm -hmm. yep. which is still, you know, two pounds lighter than... Oh, yeah. No, it's... The other tent, but yeah, way, nothing. way bigger. I think we, I think we found our money's worth when you're socked in you're in there when we went on that one hunt and we're socked in there for like you know two three days and you'll just you know if you're in one of them little tents dude it's ridiculous like you oh, got man, nowhere to brutal. move you got nowhere brutal. to do anything you can barely sit up without putting your head on the top of the tent whereas these you got so much room in there and then you you put your little uh you put your little uh pad down or your i mean your your tarp down and this, and so here's another really good picture when it's like really ideal for two people and you can kind of see there where you have the pole in the middle and you got one guy on one side of the pole, one guy on the other side of the pole, and then you have all your gear in there. Um, that's a really good picture right there. It's kind of from the top view. Now, Mega Light, Black Diamond, as you can see in this picture, that was a, a real rainstorm, and it's kind of sagging. The sides are kind of sagging, so they improved oh, that yeah, they improved yeah. that material yeah. so that it doesn't do that anymore, and they added guy lines all around a little bit higher up so that, you could, new -new, right? so that you could so that you could so that you could. You know, tighten it down. Um, this is a really nice, good picture right here of us four in it. You know, it's definitely perfect. Like, you, this is a trip we're in the Brooks Range, and just like the weather came in, we're in mid hike mode between one valley to another valley, and it just started pouring. Look at the faces. <laughs> yeah, wow. I remember how socked in it was. It man, was just like that was a brutal. You can see like five feet brutal, in front of you. Brutal day, actually, man. So when it gets to that, you don't want to set up the tent. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So we just. We didn't have the tent actually, but you set this teepee up real quick and you don't, and you can go in there, you can keep your boots on because there's no floor and you can see there's plenty of room for all four of us in there. We're all sitting up. We're all, you know, got plenty of space in there. Scotty stitching his pants or something? Um, yeah, he was doing something there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's funny. I was just looking at Cisco's face and how much fun he's having. In that Does picture. it give the space how wide it is? Like the, oh, the, 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 yeah. the square, yeah, the square footage of the bottom. Yeah, it certainly does. I want to say it's like 72. Uh, <clears throat> 81 square feet. Okay. Yeah, 7.2 meters. Um, 81 square feet? Uh, yep. Usable floor space is 50.7 square feet. Okay. And you can half stand up in there. I would say it's just yeah, under can. six feet, maybe like five, nine. Um, no, it's not that tall. You don't think it's that tall? No, uh, like no, five, I, six? Yeah, tops. Okay. Yeah, at the center. But it just makes it seem like you have like vaulted ceilings. Yeah, I think it's like 60 inches. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Yep. Um, And it pops up in like a second, dude. Especially the new one now. You just do the four, the four corners mm -hmm. really quick, and then you mm -hmm. just pop that thing up. That's all the old one was. Okay, was it? Original. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but this tent is 100% certified. We have been in this thing in straight up top of the mountain, monsoon, ripping, ripping gale force winds. And you will think that this thing is going to fly away because that thing will get to shaking and and that pole holds steady and you won't be able to sleep because it's so loud with that wind. Just, you know what I'm saying? But it's going to hold steady and you can cinch it all the way down to the ground. Mm -hmm. So if it's like, like you don't want any, any wind in there and the weather's really, really crazy. You're not too worried about getting airflow in there. You can cinch it all the way down or you can have a big gap of up to a foot. I want to say, where yeah, you can elevate it where you can elevate it up and to some people i mean that might be a little weird because i don't know what you think like because you can kind of look down and look out of the tent but man it's really yeah. nice if it's hot you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. if you really need airflow in there and you're trying to dry stuff out yeah um, especially if it's in if it's raining but it's still a little breeze and you want to dry stuff out and you can hang stuff up in there and let the water flow i mean let the wind flow through there and then what we do if we have it set up like that a lot of times we will create uh, some sort of wind barrier at least kind of by your head i'll put the pack in there um set up all your extra bags your food and and i think we've even on the outside did like a rock yeah like almost like a rock seal around it yeah to keep it like just to block the wind from coming in there yeah because you want some ventilation but not you know 30 mile an hour winds coming through the bottom. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Another really cool thing about that TP, um, when I was telling, um, Dana Wright about using those black diamonds. Um, oh, this is the photo. I, I oh, dude, I want to be able to send this to you so you could actually set it up. Um, let me see if I can actually send this to you real quick. So this is, he told me that they use the Megalite. <clears throat> oh, for me tonight. Oh, for the in the snow and they built in the down. winter time. Yeah, yeah, and they dug yeah. down like three mm-hmm. feet. So then you could stand up in there. Yeah, and you 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 like, kept the center like pinnacled up like two and a half three feet. Yep. And then that would stick up, and then you could sit down in it. Yeah. And then four people could get like down in there. Yes. And it, it made one hell of a shelter. Almost like um, igloo style. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. You what just it dig is. out like the the, the round area mm-hmm. and keep the middle high and the side side so you could sit in there too. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely good for that. Mm-hmm. Pretty um, neat. So the upgrade, and as I was looking to purchase this, now you can get that old Megalite. I want to say it's like two sixty nine, dude. It's on sale. Oh, um, really? It's like a hundred dollars less than the new new one. I want to say Barney's has it for like three forty nine or three sixty nine um, for the new one. Oh, is that what it is now? It's almost four hundred bucks. Yeah, mm. with the pole. Um, mm-hmm. And then, so here's a picture of the new one. This is our kids, um, our kids in in the new one that we set up on our little Eureka trip just to test it out. Um, it's all solid one color. That really really nice blue, which is really nice because you can see that thing. When you're off and you kind of leave your base camp and you walk away and you're going to go, you know, after something and you, you can spot that thing out. Um, yeah, that bright blue is is dope, man. You can spot that thing from a mile away. 
Yeah, that's like an, that. Yeah, and there's a, there's another good picture, and you can kind of see in this one, you can see the guy lines that they added. Whereas the Mega Light, the old one that's multicolored, they don't have these little um, clips that are like halfway up all the walls. So basically, there's one, two, three, four walls, um, and now they have the little tie down thing, and it comes with extra whatever that string is. It's not. It's not 550 cord. It's like way thinner and way lighter, but super <coughs> strong. Um, yeah. They give you extra string with that and extra little um, clips with uh, tensioners. Oh, yeah. That's cool. So you have like some adjustment on those um, those base strings. Yes. So you don't have to just like keep going further out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That's a huge improvement, dude. The tensioner is awesome. Yeah. So you don't have to like reset the – like you know how if you're staking down um, – a stake on a mountain or mountainside in rockish or sand area. It's like you find a sweet spot to stake it down. Sometimes that could be the only mm -hmm. nook because there's a giant rock under there or something in the way that doesn't allow the stake to bury down. Yeah. So with that, you find that sweet spot, and then it can adjust accordingly to it. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, Whereas the old ones, you'd have to move it and move it and set it. And, and then once you move one, you'd have to, like, switch all the other ones around so that you kind of keep the same shape. Yep. Of it. Um, so that was a very, very good improvement. Yeah, um, I dig on, that on their one. part. And I also want to say they improved the venting on the top is, is improved. And what holds that pole in there is also improved. Like the inside of it. Um, Just sent you a really cool photo of the mega light inside with the snow. Okay. Let me thing that up. I was talking about. Got it. And it just makes it massive looking in there. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's a really good picture. So, yeah, that's, that shows um, the center, like, barrel. And they even have, like, all their cooking stuff on there. And they mm -hmm. just sit it around so you're in there deep. I mean, that'd probably take you, you know, 20 minutes to dig out that circumference or whatever. But sure, yeah, dude, you you'll be in there. Three or four legit. guys in there with some backpack. And then you don't have wind in there because they have it cinched all the way down to the snow line. And then they have the chair, and then they have the feet. So you're like, could 100% stand all the way up in that thing. Then you can stand up, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty slick, man. I, I like that. What is this, maple syrup? Dude, they got like a <laughs> frying pan and shit in there. I'm like, uh. Yeah, full cook, full cook. Yeah. So and it's probably just a base camp, you yeah. know, application with the tent there. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Where they have like some small tents they're sleeping in, but then there's... That's kind of like the the hangout, cook and eat tent. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, I can't oh, say much. Oh, on that new one's three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. Barney mm -hmm. had it for less. I want to say it was three sixty nine. Sounds like we need to go buy it then. Yeah. Damn, passing yeah. on the savings. Yep. Um. So you know, can't say can't say enough about how good uh, how good that tent is. Yeah. Um, that one's certified we, for sure. Yeah, we love that tent. It two is. two man perfect, three man doable, four man in an emergency. Yeah. Or temp shelter for a night or a day. But as far as like comfort factor, two guys, all your gear in there, full yard sale. Yeah. Get it comfy. And you can kind of see on this picture we're at the top of a thing and and um that we, looks like the brooks. Yeah, and we've put um, some big rocks on top of the stake and kind of on the on the where you've been putting the stakes down, just so that in case 
Um, That's where it kind of set up weird up there in those rocks, didn't it? I think that was the part of were funky and that was part of like you can't find a good place to dig in that. Yeah, is it you just kind of it would just pull it in weird directions, right? Yeah, you know, and um, but that was it still worked. Yeah, even when it got gnarly. Now the the one only uh, downfall to the to the single walled shelter like the teepee is mm. is the condensation that builds in there. Yeah. Um, which runs down the wall. It's not like it's dripping on you. Um, so if you have two man and you're in the middle, you don't got to worry about it. It's going to run down the wall. As long as you don't touch the wall, you're not going to get wet. But that's, you know, to some people, they might not like that. Um, but I think it way makes up for it for the amount of space you have and for the amount of weight that that thing weighs. Would you agree with that? Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it even gets so condensated where it can start to get a little drippy Yeah. in there. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a fair trade-off, though. Yeah, it's definitely. And, and if you ever I watched mean, our... Um, it's, it's not that bad. It's not like it's drenching you wet. Because obviously, you're like, if you're listening to this, you're like, well, why would I want to stay in a shelter I get wet in? Which is a really, really valid question. Why would you want to do that? But... If it's really, really raining out there and you get in there with like semi wet or damp gear, which is kind of impossible not to when you when you get to a spot and you're setting a tent up in the rain and then you're doing your damnedest to peel your gear off outside in the rain and then before you get in slip the tent. in there, you're gonna get in there like damp. Yeah. So condensation, you know, you're breathing, um, the ground underneath is wet, so it just it. And that's it's, a, that, it's unavoidable. And that's the other thing too, Daniel, about the teepee is that it's it's floorless. So when you are putting it on the ground, or when you're setting it up and you're getting on the ground, you're putting your nylon tarp down. It's wet under there already. So I think that has something to do with the way the condensation builds. It's just so damn moist in there. Yeah. Because there's no floor sealing you out from the elements. Yeah, and and what's really nice and what we've done lots of times is we're hiking it's a pure rainstorm i mean if you think if you were to put pull out like the stone glacier and put that all off and then you're not going to go in there wet you're not going to go in that mm-hmm. tent with your rain gear so then you got to take your rain gear off yeah. and all the stuff in there whereas the teepee bust that thing open bust it out real quick takes two seconds go in there with all your stuff your backpack your rain gear on everything. average you can have it set up in about five minutes as far as like trying to find a good spot, gather some rocks, get it up. If yeah. you're in the mountains, in the wind, in the rain, and then you can jump in there with your boots on. And all your stuff. And then yep. you just take your stuff off in there. Yeah. So then you're immediately out of the weather. Yeah. And you can just sit on the ground in there, mm-hmm. move the stuff. And then once you get all your rain stuff off, move it to the side, set down your Tyvek or your little tarp or your nylon tarp or whatever little ground cloth that you bring to prevent more moisture coming up from the ground. And then you can set up the rest of your stuff in there. Like you're blowing up your pad, your pillows, you can pull out your sleeping bag. You don't got to worry about stuff getting wet, you know? Yep. Yep. Can't beat it. 
Um, some other notable uh, brands that sell, like Four Mans. I know Seek Outside is has a lot mm-hmm. of good stuff. Um, I know the Peters brother rocked that. Um, my other buddy Gary said he just got the Six Man one. Um, they have the stove options in some of those. Uh, we is the, that like an up and comer tent yeah. manufacturer? Or they've been around a while. I wouldn't say a long time. Yeah, um, but. They have. They're coming with some really good stuff. They mm-hmm. have some really good materials. I've only heard good things from them. Um, kind of the same idea, but a lot of times they have the option to have the stove jack in those, yeah. which you're not going to get that with Black Diamond. They don't have one that has the stove jack. Um, pretty much all they have is the foreman. But when you go to Seek Outside, you go to Kafaro. They run the full gamut from foreman to like you know sixteen man. Oh, Ten. monsters. Just yeah. huge ones. You know, huge ones. So my brother. Yeah, they run a teepee also. What's that? They have a teepee also. Who does? Seek. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's the one they have four minutes. Oh, with the, with the stove. Oh, okay, okay. I thought yeah. you were talking about their tents because they have like tent uh, tents, but. Yeah, they have teepees too. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, their teepees are like Kafaru style. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, very similar to Kafaru. Um, and on the Kavaro tip, you know, I kind of already showed the picture of the, the photo contest win. Um, but my brother Carlo has, and has had for a long time, this, uh, eight man Kafaro. So you can Mm. see a really cool picture right there of it. Um, I want to say there we are in anchor point camping. You can see my, my, uh, Cabela's guide in the back and, and he has this one with the stove in there. Um, that thing is massive, dude. I mean, you could fit, it's supposedly eight man, but every time it's that, it's like half, you know, it's really like a I mean, format. Yeah, from what I can tell what, what's set up there is you got two cots on each side in the stove. So it's like really just a two man. Yes. No, he has two on this side too. Oh, he does. So he's okay. got two, two on this side and two oh, on this okay. side and the stove stacked, and the right. stove in the middle. Okay. Um, oh, he had the family in there. Yes. Looks like that trip. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, the stove dope. that he has is not a Kafaro stove. He had found a different stove. He mm-hmm. had already had a stove, and he just kind of adapted it to to that one. Um, but that tent, dude, that thing is massive and legit, dude, and it's it's really really yeah, nice. We took it on our moose float. Here's another good picture. Like if you have two dudes in there, kind of like we did in this picture right here, um, you are. Living like a castle, dude. You're in the castle with that huge, huge teepee in there. You can definitely stand up in there, um, put your cots in there if you want to. Um, get that fire blazing way hotter than Badass. you would ever, ever want to want to get it in there. Here's a picture of us using it in the winter. It kind of gives it a little um, view of how big it is next to that Chevy. Um, yeah, yep. So it's pretty massive. Awesome for winter hunting. Would be really awesome for like ice fishing, overnighting trips. Um, that's just an all around great ten. And Kafaro's, you know, proven company. Yeah. And I know that uh, in the past, um, Barney's has sold some of their teepees. Um, I know that sometimes he has their uh, sawtooth, which is kind of a blend of of a teepee and a tent. Kind of has like that cone in the front and then angles down is that a backpacking tent or does that got a stove in your it has it's like a horseback yeah it could be it's it it supposedly could be a backpacking tent and it does have the stove option okay on that one 
Yeah. Um, that one's definitely certified, huh? That's certified. Yeah. And a lot of times with these teepees, like you got to <laughs> you got to seam seal it. You're going to have to seam yeah. seal it. They're yep. going to send you mm-hmm. with the with the tube of seal that you're going to seam it on the inside, seam it on the outside. That was the one really good upgrade on the Megalite. The new one already comes tape sealed. Mm-hmm. Tape heated seal, so you don't have to like do the whole glue thing and and hope that you miss the part. You know what I'm saying? So there's not going to be little sections where water could creep in because mm-hmm. they sealed it themselves at the factory with the tape seal. Yeah. So I think that's a major improvement as well. That's uh, a really nice tent. Yeah, I I wanna I'd love to see that one in person. Um, here's a nice nice picture of the. Uh, Mega light up in the brooks in the winter, or not winter, but when the snow came yeah, down, and actually we got a whole bunch of snow that day, that time. And this is when we had three of us in there. There was me and Brandon on one side and Cisco on the other. So that's why you kind of see our backpacks on the outside because we kind of limited space when yeah, there's three you can't dudes get them in, there. in there. Um, yeah, but, I like that. Yeah, super legit. Yeah, you got a lot of good pictures in those with those teepees. Was that from weekend before last there, the kids in there? Yeah, that's one with the kids in there. And we just kind of set that up because it started raining, and it's just a place for the kids to kind of hang out, you know what I'm saying, so Little they're not under, under the uh, under the canopy where we're cooking and stuff and kind of yeah. in the way. And we don't want them in the tent with their boots and all that stuff. So it was a really cool, like, just hangout yeah, hang spot, you know. Yep. Yeah. It was uh, pretty cool and good little trial run for getting it out and trying it out. Yeah, the quick Sprawling setup. Out. Just check it out. Yep. It's going to get the real test here coming up, but oh, yeah. I'm excited about that. Um, we'll take another quick little break, and then we're going to come back into the family style and some yeah, of the bigger tents. Yeah, we got a lot, of, a lot more stuff to cover. Um, so we'll be right back. The Treehouse AK, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day because, honestly, there's always something good on deck. And, guys, listen, this is where the culture lives. At the Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords, while always maintaining the deep-rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on relationships over transactions, and you can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com, and remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. Tailored Restoration, 24-hour emergency home services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you at any time, day or night. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Make an appointment today at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Since 2008, Serrano's is Anchorage's own new generation of Old Cocina. Their menu showcases the passion and love of their rich heritage and unique family recipes that have been passed down through the generations. Serrano's goal is to embrace and display trad flavors using the best ingredients that are available. They focus on making everything from scratch daily. In-house menu includes handcrafted corn tortillas, salsas, carne asada, and chorizo. But don't take their word for it. Experience their tradition and sabor for yourself. Locations on Tudor and Northern Lights, both with new tequila bars. Check out their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. 
The Connoisseur Lounge, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. The Connoisseur Lounge is Palmer's first locally owned and operated cannabis retailer. Their beautiful store is located at 226 Evergreen Avenue. The Connoisseur Lounge has exclusive cannabis products such as Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Super Glue, and one of our favorites, Sugar Cookies. And if you're not into the flower, the connoisseur can hook you up with edibles, vape supplies, and a ton of CBD options for all your health and inflammation needs. Check out their daily deals at theconnoisseurlounge.net, or even better, stop by the lounge today. Remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. So I think we did a really good job covering some of those, you know, expedition backpacking, you know, ultra light shelters. Um... And I call tents shelters. Um, you know, they they provide such comfort and overall like morale boosting value. <laughs> yeah. You know, on a on a trip, a hunt, a pack, um, fishing trip, so many different things you can do with them. Um I think, you know, we were talking about earlier before we started the show, like the tried and true ones that we've been using for years, right? The teepees in there. Um, you know, if you introduce yourself into the stone glacier stuff, kind of the OG of like, you know, you, when you had that, the Sierra design or the North face, or, you know, in my case, I started off with like the Coleman, you know, three man yeah. at Walmart, yeah. you know, when I was a kid and I didn't have anything else. Um, you know, then it went to the, I don't know, um, not Sierra designs, but like another like off brand, but it was like a little bit better. Yeah. You know, a sportsman's warehouse when they opened. Yeah. Um, and and then you went on a moose hunt or a deer hunt or a caribou hunt. And in the most critical time, you got wet. And it turned a, what's supposed to be a fun experience into an absolute fucking miserable shit memory. Yeah. Because once the water penetrates your one place. Of, sh- of like safety, of sanctuary, yeah, good word. you know, to get out of there. It just like tanks all your morale and, and enthusiasm for, for, for doing the task. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think the, I, I feel like the most like profound solution that made you feel like truly bomb proof was the Cabela's Alaskan guide models. Hands down. I mean, did I give those a nice introduction? That was great. Because they, those things are just, I bitch and complain and fucking cuss and scream the whole time I'm setting them up. Because they, I, for some reason, I, I struggle. Yeah. Oh, I got it down. Oh, I know. I watch you just throw yours up and I'm like 30 minutes in. I'm like, motherfucking, you can't get the pole. <laughs> I'm like, I've set these up a thousand times. Yeah. Um, And then they're, it's a bummer, but I know that they've upgraded the Alaskan guide is phasing out. You know, they announced like four years ago that they were like, yeah, these are discontinued. We're but phasing still, these out. But people keep wanting them. Well, I just, I wonder if they just mass produce so many that they have such a massive overstock that they're just still. Yeah. Like, Cause they would go on sale and you know, what probably happens is like, Oh, well these aren't selling down here in Utah, but them boys in Alaska oh, want yeah. that tent. They Send can't get enough of them, so they just ship them up to Cabela's yep. and Bass Pro or whatever now. And because yeah, you're right. They would have like a pallet of them, and then yeah. they'd be gone. And they'll tell you like these are the last two on the shelf. Yeah, this is it. All we're gonna have, and it's like, oh man, I better get one. <laughs> and yeah. then you go back in there a month later, and there's a whole nother like 
shelving unit of eight man tents and six man tents and you're like man motherfucker lied to me yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i got one so uh but yeah i mean just getting back to like those things have just provided um the ultimate you know shelter peace of mind where they're kind of unusually shaped in terms of how they're octagon so they're not quite you know they're like like a ten by ten or eight by eight it's like square yeah, footage. They're, they're kind of like they're kind of wonky. I'll, I'll I'll pull some specs on one here. Um, yeah, they're not your typical like rectangle. No bottom. You know they're they are no. the octagon, um, and they do have the one door vestibule in the front. In the front, yep. yep. Which is still big, which is still nice, especially if you're in the six man, the four man. You kind of do got to do like the crawl, um, if especially if you got to reach the zipper all the way at the freaking mm-hmm. end, you know what I'm saying, to open it up. But if you're taking your family and you're taking your children, your toddlers, your stuff like that, mm-hmm. like you want to be 100% certain that you're going to be dry. Everybody's going to stay dry and warm. And the wind ain't going to knock this thing down. No, um, the rain is not going to penetrate in this thing. Uh, it's going to be bomb-proof. Yeah, the, 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 the dome shape yeah so no matter which way you set it up you know the wind is just going to go right over that thing yeah and anybody that's like messed around in the cabela's or bass pro cabela's makes like some like lesser quality branded like stuff that's just kind of like and i'm referring like that's like a wide spectrum of like their price points are like the lower end gear and then but you know, before Cabela's or anything was available, uh, an actual box store was in Alaska. You had to order everything online. You got a paper catalog in the mail, and you flip through there, and you put your notes and your sticky post-its. And, and you know, when I had a, a, an uncle who ordered one of these things back in, like, the 90s when they first came out, and I was like, holy shit, man, that's a well-built piece of equipment stitching the mill thickness of the tarps the, the poles, huge stakes. The giant stakes the guy lines are thick um you know they're the the quality like they didn't really spare any expense even though they're probably inexpensive to make in china but you know in those early stages when they designed it like they did really really and they reinforced all the stitching and the seams and they make floor reinforcement foots that you can put in there mm-hmm um, so, you know, if you want to put cots in there and they're digging into the ground, they're not going to rip holes in the floor. Um, low profile, again, like you said, wind uh, resistance. Um, true four season, you know, when the snow falls on these tents, they the, the snow piles up and then slides right off the side. Isn't that a crazy feeling when you're in there and it snows? It's like dead quiet, but you can kind of sort of hear the flakes like just laying down on the tent. Yeah. And then you hear a just slid off. It just keeps on sliding off, sliding off. So it, they designed it such that the snow can't accumulate on it. Once it gets to a certain weight, the way it's domed, you know, uh, gravity just takes over and just pulls it down. And whatever um, that DWR or whatever that waterproof lasts a long time, doesn't it? That thing has been like, not one time have I had a leak come from the bottom or come from the top. The vestibule is huge. Mm-hmm. The four man one. I mean, you could put all your boots and your bags. That was your first your one? Was bags. a four man? 
that was the first one um when the, the kids, kids were, were little, little. so mm-hmm. we would put uh you know my wife on one side and me on the other side and the kids in the middle and that was when they were using the smaller uh pads you know like the four foot pads because they're just little kids um but now that they have become you know my son's almost a teenager now and he has the big sleeping bag the big wiggies he has the big pad both kids have the big pads we <laughs> this year actually the first trip out i brought the foreman thinking oh we'll probably be all right but it just it's not enough space like there's pads on top of pads yeah you know what i'm saying because well, so, that octagon shape right i looked it up it's nine and a half by eight by four eight height on so the foreman yeah so it's so it's nine and a half long so when you walk in the vestibule from that point to the back is nine and a half and then it's eight feet wide so i think man what what does that so if it's eight feet wide nine and a half feet long it's like those corners are cut off yeah so instead of being 10 wide it's nine and a half so it has these like corners yeah and then those corners make it so the 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 pads can't just go in like straight so you can like stack four yeah like rectangle style like yeah it's like it's almost like everybody has to be like angled somewhat angled yeah yeah but that's you know for the wind or whatever Mm -hmm. and 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 they also come with that secondary door which is really nice Mm -hmm. i always put myself by that door a little escape Um, yeah in case i gotta jump out there if something's going on um papa brownie yeah yeah exactly um and then when you go from the four man, and then I ended up buying the six man, just knowing like mm-hmm. eventually the family's gonna be like yeah. too big. And now, yep. dude, we have the t- cot on one side, the cot on the other, the boys in the middle, so much space. I can practically stand up in there, and I'm six yep. foot. Mm-hmm. Definitely, the kids and the wife can stand up there all the way. There's so much room in there. Um, yeah, a lot of good six, ventilation. That's six one height. There's one, two, three really big windows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to get the air flowing in there, yeah. um, it is that dark green material, so it, it kind of, like, absorbs that heat. You know what I'm saying? Um, if it's hot, you're just going to get hot in there. Um, but I've been in in winter conditions with that thing, and it's just, like you said, the snow, the frost, it just mm-hmm. will not penetrate inside of that tent. Yeah, those things are true bomb shelters. Um, here's a little picture you can, I, when I went with Scotty on our moose hunt, that's the four man tent, and you can put two, mm. two um, cots like in there. Military style cots. Yeah, the military style big cots in there. Enough room for you to kind of walk in there, um, and just you know that's always luxury and nice that you can fit two inside of that. And I, I haven't tried with the six man. I, we don't have four cots yet. I haven't bought the boys cots yet, mm, but I don't. I wonder if you could do four. Probably not. We'll probably keep them kind of in the middle and just like. Might the, be able to do four like the mini cots. Okay, like but the little small ones. Yeah, I wonder if you'd have to do like a angle, like a like around the edges. Mm. Like you mm-hmm. could do three, and then maybe one in the middle. I don't know. I haven't gone that far yet. I know that um, you know what we can do. What Scotty did, he has a six man as well. He ended up buying the bunk bed cot, mm. the two on top of each other oh, at Costco. Man, those things are dope. So then he had his two boys on one, one side, okay. and then him and his wife right there. So that's a way. That's the solution to like if you're gonna go full. He actually went Gucci with the cot. cot. Yeah. What so they're the all caught it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was really really cool. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I did the reverse. I had the six, and then got the four. Oh, so I already okay. had the six. Oh, man, I have a 
devastating story about a six man. Here. And they have eight men, right? Uh, eight men in that version. Yeah, Alaska Guide, which I've stayed in. That's got to be massive. I've actually stayed in two of those. I stayed in an eight man. Well, like four years ago, I went on a black bear hunt and um, out in the sound. And oh, man, it was a wet trip. It was a wet trip. His tent was like from 96 and it leaked. He had we had to put a tarp over it. Yeah. He was like, Man, all these years and all these hunts and all these trips, I've never had a leak. And I think what what the this isn't the six man story, but the eight man it was the trees above that were so saturated with water from the rain. Mm. So you had the rain coming in, but then you had like these like tr- sheets that would like fall off the trees and like so it was just like oh big like a big bucket puddles. was just like boom like slamming on it and when those huge heavy water like when water was already resting on it and those huge heavy pushes would come down it just i think it was coming through the seams or something and uh bob was pretty bummed because he's like damn man i got all these years out of this tent and i was like well dude it was gonna happen I me mean, uses like four or five times a year yeah hard I'm, yeah been a kodiak like f- for 15 years so it's like it's going to eventually, you know, its armor's going to wear down. With any, I mean, after just years of rain, putting it away wet, yeah. setting it back up at home to dry out, stuffing yep. it in the sack. And, we, I mean, this thing is not light. This isn't, there's oh, no. absolutely oh, no gosh. way you are the hiking with this thing. This stupid thing. I don't want to say it's like pushing 50 pounds. It's really, really heavy. Like thir- 38 or 40 pounds, something like that. And Thir- 33. 33 is a six 33 man. pounds for but the six man. Yeah, but when it's wet. It's yeah, like forty seven. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know? And those stakes are like a foot long and massive. Mm-hmm. Pound them um, with a hammer. Yeah. Legit though. But uh what was I gonna mention? Um the one thing that I kinda was disappointed with when you go from the four man to the six man, the bag that it comes in is the same size. It's the same fucking like, size bag. Like you dude. can fit and all the poles are the same. All like the stakes, you get the same amount of stakes. And you go to stick the foreman into its bag, easy peasy. Plenty yep. of room. Just, yep. just zip it up. Roll dude. it up tight. The six man, dude, you got to have two people. Like it's one a, person's sitting yeah. on it, like cinching the zipper so that yeah. your partner can like zip it up. We'll make just, sure and get some documentation of that one of these hunts this year where we're doing the hard, or in the near future, doing the hard stuff with that six man. It is a two. Man, job. Yeah. Like by the time you roll it up, get it in there, somebody's got to hold the zippers tight and like, <laughs> yeah, do uh, the full pull, you know? <laughs> I'm like, man. Why didn't me, they just make a slightly bigger bag? I mean, and I'm my not, handles even zipped, ripped off because that thing's so heavy. Like oh. I put it away really wet and then like the stitching on that handle mm. came off of the bag. I mean, it's still all good. I mean, I love the tent, but it is. It's what we bring when we go on the rivers. It's what yeah. I'm bringing when I go on the moose hunt. Yep. Um, yep. Like the go-to base camp tent. You oh, it's just rock solid. Well, we ran an eight-man out in um, Kodiak a few years back. I want to say like 17. The guide tent? Yeah, the guide eight-man. And we had three guys in there. We had um, three cots. And uh, for heat, I wouldn't recommend it for carbon monoxide even though we were we were good um didn't get poisoned 
Oh, you do the buddy heater in there. But it was like the buddy heater with the 20-pound can mm. and the thing, the, the dish on top. Okay. So it was like not the buddy heater, but the dish. <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. So that, that thing was just like, wah, 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 like just... Heat. Well, there's enough. There's enough mesh and space. Like, there's an. Oh, it vented out, dude. There's there's almost like eight to ten inches. I want to say between the tent mesh part and then the outer rain fly. Oh yeah. So there's yeah like, the poles separate the two pieces of fabric. Yes. Oh, so there's a, a lot of vintage mm-hmm. in there. Like yep. I've never I've never experienced any sort of um, uh, what sort I'm looking for um. Presper not perspiration, but um some ventilation action? Like the water on the side or inside or uh you know, like you get on the teepee. What is like the it word? beads off? Yeah, no, like inside it's never ever been any con any kind of moisture. Oh no, condensation, condensation that, bu- that built in there. Yes. Yeah. Zero. Oh yeah, you're right. That doesn't happen. Uh, although I will tell you the we got some November Kodiak rain. And and it got damp in there. Okay. And we had to put a tarp on it. It, yeah. it was like, I mean, it was just so. Well, Kodiak's Kodiak. It was crazy, man. It was yeah. like, would that tent have held up? Probably. I'd like to believe so. But I, it wasn't worth trying to find out because it was just so. It wasn't like if it did it for an hour or two, but it did it for like 12 hours. Of just. Un nonstop. I mean, it was like water was running next to the tent. Water was under the tent. Yeah. Hell, I mean, last year at Gary's when we did that uh, Labor Day trip, we had our six man and uh, out there, and we happened to kind of put it in a bowl spot that I didn't really think oh, anything of water it. Water collected underneath. Yeah, and then it rained, and then you know it was heavy rain too. If you remember. Or were you out last Labor Day? I wasn't. I, I, I was think, on a trip. I think I Lexi a, and the boys came. They did. I was on my moose trip. Yeah. And um, you could go in there on your hands and knees, and you could feel the water. Oh, like push it down? Under under the, the floor. And I was like, well, I guess we're going to find out how waterproof the floor is in this tent. Yeah. You know, because we're going to wake up in, like, a puddle of water, or, you know, we'll see what happens. And never any water leaked through that fabric it's so thick and luckily it it stopped raining and then you know the water so dissipated in. in kind of rain you know or soaked into the soil and but i mean dude we never got wet and i was pretty impressed i was like okay all right yeah like that was like we're on a water puddle so yeah. if it was gonna leak in that was his chance and, and for the price point of buying a four man or six oh, yeah. man tent dude mm-hmm. like I mean, you go look at like, for example, like Stone Glacier's like six man tent is like eighteen hundred dollars. Yeah, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. that, and it's almost the same as that. Yep, it's dome. It's like octagon style like that. There's some cool features oh, in Stone really Gash, cool and it has yeah. like the removable floor. Is that their six man or their eight man or do they have both? I can't remember. I, I think it's the eight. I should look at it. Maybe up. I think it is the six. It's a six. six. Yeah, that's really their cool big boy. thing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for the Cabela's. That one that's going to cost you what, four hundred bucks? I think the four is four hundred and the six is five. Yeah. So the, yeah, the price points are just so blue collar guy manageable. You know, are you and a buddy are going to go in on one? Yeah. You know, each or drop two hundred bucks. The family. You yeah. Know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, and and there's and and I, I think that 
I think it's simple to put up. I've seen um, like yeah. when, when like someone busts out. Do you one do of these the yellow new, pole first? Yeah. Is that how? Is that I what put you, all three first? I just stick them all in. Yeah, there, all right, three I got first. that. But there's the yellow. Then one. Then I do the yellow one first. I put that one up, and then you got to have someone hold that one, especially on the six man because mm-hmm. it's so huge. Yep. And then I put the other ones up, and then it holds itself up. Right. And then I do the cross poles. So the yellow goes above the the yep. cross poles are going to be underneath. Yep. Okay, so that's where I get all screwed up. Yeah. That's where I get all screwed up. I I messed that part up so badly. Well, I've been on many times where someone busts out some of these, like, REI-branded ones, and I was like, it is so technical. Like, oh, the man. pole that comes into a three-way split, and then it splits, and then it comes into another split down here to split again. It's like, man, by the time you – good thing it's not raining. Mm-hmm. By the time you set this thing up, you're just, like, socked. Yeah, you'd be in a puddle. So I, I think for the ease of it, it's, I mean, to me, it's fairly easy. Sounds like you were having some struggles with it. Um, I just always But it's the same exact it. setup for the four-man, the six-man, and the eight-man. So it's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's the same design. It's just one's bigger and. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'll get past it. I'll get past it. I've just been, it's just kind of laughable how much I fight it, and I put them up a hundred times. Yeah. It's like, really? You're still struggling, bro? I'm like, yeah, I am. Okay. Never mind the cussing at this thing going on over here. But once it's up, I'm happy. I'm like, all right. Now, um, I, I would want to give a uh, honorable mention. Actually, Jack has a really nice REI one that's very simple. It kind of, it very reminds me of um, Chad's, what's that brand thing is? That Teton? Teton. Yeah, Teton. the canvas. Teton. Type. The canvas Teton. Is it Teton or Teton? Teton. Is it Teton? Is that I, how I say Teton. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Um, but his Teton one, which has got to be f- massively heavy as well. It's way big <laughs> and heavy. Yeah, but that's the that, downside the of that huge one. Huge doors, but it seems really easy to put up. What is it like? F- three poles? Oh yeah, I'm getting one for the family. Okay. Like hands down, I'm done. Like that Cabela six and four are gonna have their times, but when it's just like the casual like truck camping, yeah, big. Open like easy like lawn camping. Yeah. Even three sixty. Like that thing would be perfect because we could put all our cots in there. Yes. That's the one nice thing about that thing is you could line up five cots in there. Yeah. Easy. Because it's just that rectangular shape. There's nothing fancy about it. Mm -mm. The two doors are massive. (laughs) Um it has like the awning, the awning deal on it, which is pretty cool. Um but the poles are like the huge like you know, aluminum. Did you have a picture? Do we have a picture from uh, 360? Um, yeah, actually, I do have a picture from 360. Let me see. Let me pull it up real quick. Um, yeah, so that Teton is nice. I know that's the one he brings out when he's, like, with the family. We did the boys' trip, and we all slept in there, right? All four of us? <gasps> oh, damn. I have, I have a incoming message live from the field. <laughs> oh, live from the field? Who we got? Chad. So he hit me up on the inreach. Where's he at? Is she punting? He he went out. They went out today. Oh, with Gabe. Yes. With Gabe. Um, from What's Anchorage Gabe's Go- last name? I don't know. Anchorage Brewing. He owns Anchorage yeah. Brewing. Um, okay, so he was taking him out to the spot. Yeah, where he took you I, guys. I just before. got a, like a notification on my phone. I couldn't help but look. I got to throw it out. What is it? Yo, brother, you sure you don't want to come out to Boulder Creek area? I just broke a lower control arm ball joint. Can't drive an inch. 
Oh, so not good news. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was expecting ram down, but it's not open yet. So. Oh my goodness. Oh no, he wouldn't. Yeah, he's not even back there yet. Oh no. Well, that 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 area is just like gnarly, gnarly, dude. In. So you I ain't mean, gonna make it in. Not tonight. He has the equipment to fix all that. Rescue me with parts. Oh, he needs someone to full rescue move. But you're going out that way. Well, I'm. I'm, yeah, I'm going to, after the show tonight, I'm going to be in full contact with this guy. If he needs me to come out, I'm, I'll, I'll bag my sheep hunt and come help him. What a guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was already leaving tomorrow. Yeah. So. Or you just guys just join their trip. That too. I'm not leaving this dude hanging, so yeah. I'll, I'll hit him up. Um, oh, shitty. Well, that's, damn, how, I mean, man, God, that's, that's how it goes, man. Fuck, dude. Totally. Sometimes you just. Stuff breaks down, man, and mm -hmm. it's always at the worst time. Yeah. Was he already deep? I mean, you said area, and I, it's a unbelievably monstrosity of an area. So are you going to be able to even get back there? I There's a limit. There's yeah. a limit. And the, the concern that I had was, was water because it's been raining so hard. Mm. Is, you know, it's all, it's all mountain stream, so... Did it get Obviously snow there? I don't Ida. think so. Yeah, I've been checking the weather and stuff. And no. Yeah, not that spot. No. Nah, uh -uh, it's been too warm. But wow. anyway, man, live report. That's crazy. Yeah, um, well, there's the Teton. I have it pulled up on the picture. Um, it's, I mean, that thing's like one pole, dude. It's like the one. It's two poles. like this thing, and then connects to the center pole and that. It looks like it has these little easy ones. You got a picture of, oh, no, that's that's from uh, Weekend Frost. I was wondering if you had a picture of Big Kyle's cot. In his sleeping bag. Oh, man. What was his sleeping bag called? <laughs> I don't know. The monstrosity. Yeah, it was like the... <laughs> he had a name for it, The quadruplex it, or something. <laughs> <laughs> Our homie, Big Kyle, man. Shout out to Big Kyle. We love Kyle Sellers. Um, but he's a big boy, man. He's like 300 he plus. He is dude. Hoss, six foot, 300 plus. Like, oh, he's like six four or five, dude. Yeah, he's big, big boy. Just, just massive, massive man. <laughs> the biggest like teddy bear though like he's our he's one of our four x purchase guys yes yeah we, we specifically order, like yeah. two four x's for him and josh <laughs> yeah and adrian crispy man oh the yeah, mayor, yeah. eagle river the mayor of eagle river he takes a three x though he told me not three yep. x yeah he's, he's trimmed down a little bit he's trimmed down a little bit yeah so yeah we do he get probably those benches big like 600 pounds so. for those boys <laughs> that's funny i'm actually gonna look up and see if i have that picture well you know what i like about this teton is that cool um canopy setup Oh, in the front, so you don't mm -hmm. have to bring an extra. I mean, if you if you don't have to. Okay, here, here. Oh, I got some actually really good pictures. Oh, that's what's up, man. Okay, yeah, so that one right there shows that Teton, and you know, four of us slept in there, all caught it up, boom, 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 right next to each other, and yeah, that thing was legit. That's yeah, a nice one. That thing's massive. But what's it weigh, though? <laughs> That's a good that point. That thing's got to fit in like a freaking Oh, man, I was a, watching him and Jamie. Barrel. I was watching him and Jamie put it away, man. I was like, God damn. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a two-man operation dude. to put it away. Monster. Yeah, I'm going to take a quick peek. Oh, I didn't take a picture of the inside, man. Oh, with the cots, dude? Yeah. Well, you can get four men in there with cots, dude. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah Do you use the six or the eight? I, maybe he's got the eight. That's got to be the eight. That yeah, thing is to, fit, massive. to fit all that, all that man in there. Because you know, eight is really four. You know. Yeah. 
Oh, it had to be the eight because he said it was like seven hundred bucks. Um. Yeah, that thing is really nice. No, dang! I didn't take a picture of the inside. Seventy-six pounds. <laughs> what? <laughs> Man, it, it looks so huge. It is it's huge. So well, it's, huge. it's it's ten it's, by fourteen by six and a half. Um, and legit, its pack though. size is forty inches by fifteen by thirteen. What's well, that canvas? It's cam. It's legit it's like canvas cotton, material. Cotton canvas. Yeah. So it's like heavy material. It's not for like, oh yeah, I'm gonna spike out or do some lightweight <laughs> shit. That's like, no, nah, dude. There's nothing you, light about that. Yeah, you hike that into a you know mule deer elk camp for the month, and yeah, it's one base, guy base. carries it, you know, and then it goes out there, and <laughs> or or it takes up an entire you know action packer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is very very like. That's why I was saying it'd be for those trips where you're back of the truck, you got boat room, you got, you know, your meat wagon or whatever that you can put the big bastard in there. Yeah. It's going to take a whole Cabela's dry bag to cover it. <laughs> um, and then... Spacious, let, though. Yeah. So l let's jump into um, this tank here that you guys use for your moose camp. This is the Cabela's Instinct. Yeah. Yeah, so the instinct, from what I understand, is there, like, you know, Cabela's technological advancement beyond the Alaska Guide. Like, so they've they've discontinued, they say, that Alaskan Guide model tent, mm -hmm. and now their upper echelon branded tents or shelters are their instinct line. Okay. Um, so which are super legit. On, on just quick glance at that, it looks like, the vestibule is massive. You're looking at the eight man. You're. Oh, I don't know yeah. what that was. Yeah, that's um, kind of the same deal as the guide. Um, yeah. It has one, two, three, four, five, six poles. Uh, one. The four. Two, it's almost Kwanzaa three. hut for people that are just listening. It kind of is like Kwanzaa oh. hut thing. Um, is this five, looking six, at this yeah. thing? Is this rain fly go all the way down plus more? What? Oh uh, yeah, yeah it does. So like if you had that's for it, snow, snow. Oh, mm -hmm. so you can pack snow. You can so pack, pack it down and, and like it, hold the heat and in. And put the snow on top of it. Mm -hmm. it. Has like a flap. Yeah. Yeah. So you can lay that down and then, or if you just want to put rocks on it to keep, you know, air or whatever from coming now, in. Now, do you guys put cots laterally in there? Like yeah. So, like, if you can You can't imagine, go this way, dun, 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 dun. You got to go this way. No, like, so it's, like, fill... Because it's longer than wider. Uh, correct. Okay. Yeah. So like it's, a Quonset it's, hut. It's deep. Yeah. yeah. A Quonset hut is, like, exactly what it is. That's what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, that's, that's like, the, the, the main idea. And so what happens is you put those, those crossbars in, and then it's got... Um, side one like you can kind of see it right yeah, here. yeah like horizontal like yeah you can kind of see it right here yeah it's got like, like horizontal that go like that down the keeps side. it sturdy yeah and it just opens it up and um yeah so what we'll do is we'll do one two three four and then i'll 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 uh lay on the left side the far side so like but you could do two two cots that way yeah so you could go like one two three four and then like have every is there a door on the back? Yes. 
Oh, there's two mm-hmm. doors, two vestibules, or not, just a door? not that size. It's uh, a it's a it's a, a smaller, smaller shallower. Um, yeah, doesn't seem like door. a lot of vintage. No, not a lot. No, but that's like moose camp. Like you don't need vintage. Yeah, and it has a stove. It has a stove um, sleeve. Oh, it does. So Where you can, you can in the middle um, in the back corner. Uh, I'll pull up like a actual like product image here. Yeah, you can, yeah. I mean that Quonset um, yeah, design. So walk- it almost is. It almost looks like um, the four, the three man uh, Hilleberg, but bigger. There you go. If you're yeah. if you're trying to like get a visual on that, how the That's- Hilleberg has like the three arches and then the front vestibule. Yeah. Um. It's it's pretty much like that, that but you know, supersized. Yeah, that about nails it. Well, when you walk in. So you open up the big door and you walk in, and it's it's like it's, it's like seven it's like seven huge, feet right? tall. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it looks like you definitely walk. Yeah, I actually want to like share the spec on it, on that part, man, because it is a monster ass tent. Is it way as big as that Teton? Yeah, it's sixty five pounds. Okay, so it's a, it's a, it's a monstrosity. Uh, it is. What but the fabric isn't. It's not um, canvas. It's no. like it's like almost heavy, like the guy. heavy nylon. Okay. Like, um, but heavier, dude. Like, like thicker, thick. thicker denier, yeah, whatever. Y- that's yes. Different. Yeah. Very, very, very thick. Um, yeah, I'll, I'm just packaging up a, I'm going to send you a photo of it, but so you walk in and then you go all the way to the back center and then the floor unzips. So you roll it up, and then it exposes the floor, and that's where you put the stove. Oh, right. So and you don't burn the, the the floor. The floor. Yep. And then you run the the jack up, up into the, then the main tent opens. Mm-hmm. Now it exposes the fly. Yeah. And then in the fly is like a circular another little zipper, and then you can put it the through stove there. Jack through there. Yep. Do they sell um, the specific stove that goes with that? You know, that's a really good question. I've um, never seen those kind of stoves over there. I, yeah, mean, I haven't been in there in a long time. I, I I don't I can't answer that. I have an Arctic oven, Alaskan made tent here. Um, we gotta get make sure and give that some run before the end of the show here. Yeah, I've got that stove that I bought specific because I was gonna do a, a hand built shelter and just use that stove. Um, didn't end up making it happen on a, on a hunt years ago, but um, I was like, "Hey, man, I'm just going to keep the stove in case I get an Arctic oven or you know need it for something else." And I'm I've actually like mocked it up, and it will work with that tent. But in the f- six years now that we've been running that eight man, I've never put a stove in there. I haven't needed to. No. Never needed to. Um, here's a really good picture of it with the um, with the stove oh, and the yeah. outside. Yep. All that. Yep. Must be That's a Western perfect. boy somewhere with the, yeah, uh, with the, the elk. With the elk there. Yeah, you got it. Um, okay, so that kind of shows where the thing. There's a lot of, like, guy guy lines and tie-outs there with that thing. Yeah, and those those ropes are, like, thick. Here's a really They're good like picture of the, ropes. of the inside of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's perfect, man. Yeah, that's uh, that's money. So you yeah. go one, two, three, four, and one on the side. Yeah, well, like where the white cooler is is like, and the blue bag is like that's me, and then the cots are sideways. And we put Bruce in the far back. He's got the big cot, 
and then um, Eric Mason Phil, and then I go on the side. Oh, here's a good picture of it with the. Um, there it is, man. With yep. the with the mm-hmm. the. Uh, they don't got cots going, so they're saving a lot of space by being on the ground. Um, looks like they got some like pads and and stuff there. Uh, that's a pretty cool view, though. That's that's a little bit more of a. Um, yeah, it kind of shows, and it looks like they put a, another tarp under that yeah, huge stove. They did. That stove is massive. Yeah, they put um, a big stove in there. The one I have is way smaller than that, but well, that's pretty comfy for three dudes. How about that one on the far right? Yeah, that's that's yeah. definitely not it. That's not the one. That's that's else. that big like agnac thing or whatever the oh, hell. Oh, the alacnac. I kind of wanted yeah. to give that a little bit of run too because mm-hmm. when we went on the um. On that Eureka ride with the other boys, yeah. one of the guys had that alacnac. Mm-hmm. Roger and uh, it looks and like Ken, right? a motherfucker to put up. Dude. No, Gary had one, Ken had one, and they had like the two different sizes. Yeah, the one Ken th- I think had the, the massive one because he had yeah. his daughters and all that. Man or whatever it is. I mean, look at this thing, dude. I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. How many poles? Sixteen. It poles. was impressive. He was able to get that thing up. Yeah, I mean, look at this one. This one's even huger. Yeah. Dude, that's like yeah. a Bible camp. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many people like trip on those cords. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing with these. Like, you have to have obviously lots of space and good ground to put in those stakes, you know. But that's a beautiful, that's a nice tent. It looks like a, a chore to put it up. But, you know, if you're doing a, a long expedition. That thing's pretty cool, though. Yeah. So there's the um, that image right there. This I think one? that's the that's the six, the new six. Mm. That's going to replace the guide. Gotcha. Right, the instinct where it's got that thicker. Gotcha. Cover and the and the really thick guidelines and, and the floor is super thick. I mean, it's, everything's just thicker and bigger. So and are stronger. you guys sticking with that or now that um, Eric got the uh, Arctic oven? Arctic oven, are you going to go that route? Um, well, you know, we leave that Instinct 10 up at Moose Camp. Okay, so it's yeah, out there. It's, it's stored up there. Um, actually, I take that back. I take that back. I have the tent, but I leave the poles and the stakes at camp. So the the weight really is in those is in that hardware. I mean the gotcha. canopy is massively heavy, but I can stick it in a big Cabela's dry bag and then I can I have the poles for my cook tent and my tent are at camp. Got it. They fold down and go into an action packer, zip tied and duct taped and visqueen bag and like it's yeah. crazy packed up. And the and I bring the tent back out so I Is can it dry some it. Sort of. I mean, a lot of people do this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. A lot of people their designated moose camp where they've been going for years mm-hmm. stash things. Yeah, um, it's not legal. No, you're not supposed to do no, that. No, no, we know that too. Okay, everybody mm-hmm. knows that, but it's one of those things. Yeah, that you ain't like, gonna find our shit though. And everyone, exactly. And the same thing with, you know, I'm not mentioning names, but everyone I know that has their moose camp has something stashed. And stash. we used to, when we used to go back in the day to our moose stuff in, in Eureka, we kept our stuff stashed. Mm-hmm. Wrap it up in a tarp. Some people use um, um, barrels 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That be because cool the thing is, like, you get some there. critters in there, you get some shrews or something there, and nibble up on that tent. Mm-hmm. That's that's. Yeah, you got to have it in a in a hard case. Yeah, we bring the tent itself out because a lot of times it's wet. So I I I oh okay it all okay up. that's what you said okay yeah well, that's and, I, and I and I bring it home so I can air it out in the garage and and open it up and then yeah clean it or whatever and stitch it or repair it if it needs and then throw it in a dry bag for the winter or you know for the off season and then we haul it back out but it saves a lot of weight when you leave the poles and the poles are kind of long and weighty and yeah and they well actually believe it or not the poles in this fold down really small. Oh really? Yeah, they're they're the poles are like a four piece section that are you know all like oh, okay. maybe eighteen inches. Yeah. So when you pack them all down and you put it in the bag, it actually can fit in an action packer, and that's what's cool is we got a lot of gear in action packers, so we got the action packer, which clamps with its red, yeah, clasps on the side, then zip tie it, so now they can't open, and then I mean action packer plastic is pretty tough for a little set of teeth to like. Get in there. So we haven't had that yeah. trouble. I mean, knock on wood. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it works out really good. And we have a really dope REI. Oh, man, I, I, I can't remember the name of it. Um, I sent you a picture of it. Our cook tent. Oh, I got it here. Yeah. It's a, um, it's like, it, so what, what I was looking for was like that 10 by 10 canopy that we all have mm-hmm. for car camping. Um, which is a great solution for keeping out of weather, shade from the the the, uh, the sun. Um, yeah, that, does that have the ability to have all walls? No, it's just on two sides. Right, right. So, oh, okay. I think what I could do is purchase another. Well, at the time, the alcove is what that's called. Just came to me. The walls. That's nice. Uh, we pretty much just decide where the wind's coming from, and then we'll shift that wall around. Gotcha. And it's nice to have it open. Because yeah, then you got you're a, cooking you got, in you there. You got an entrance on yeah. both sides, and yeah. then yeah, you guys yeah. have a nice setup there with the table and all that stuff. Yep, that's yep. really nice. Yeah, we've actually upgraded to two lifetime tables side by side now, so there's an immense amount of flat surface space for, you know, Everyone's five different barbecue sauces and ranch and just <laughs> all the condiments. Yeah, they don't call Phil Haas the sauce boss for no reason. You know what I mean? The sauce boss. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Haas, the sauce boss. This dude brings like every condiment sauce hot sauce barbecue sauce mayonnaise yeah. mayo uh out there and it's, it's our it's our coffee station it's our cook station um we got chairs that set up in there and yeah. it's a, just a nice spot in the morning you get out of the tent you walk down the little trail you pop in there we've got some nice camp chairs in there i'll get the water going for coffee you know, you're stretching out your legs, tying up your boots, mm-hmm. crushing a little oatmeal, you know, hit the spliff, just kind of get things rolling for your day and just, you know, you got this little, and it's not really like really, really out of the elements. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's just enough. It's just enough. Yeah. And, and, and is it, do you find it's like sturdier than a canopy? No. Okay, not. No, no, it's definitely not. Okay. So it's like a it's like a it's definitely way lighter telescopic. No, not tele- telescopic cuz that folds into itself. It's like a tent pole. Okay. All right. So you got to piece the frame together and it's color coded so you got to put together. And what's really critical is you got to tie it down on those corners which is called oh, nice. cinch it. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, yeah. And uh we've had the the wind kind of tear that thing up a little bit. Yeah. You you'll wake up in the middle of the night and the wind's just howling. 
and you you're compelled to get up and go check on that because no matter however which ways we've like tied it down like it yeah. seems to always kind of like loosen up yeah so everybody just kind of takes a turn getting up and going out there and like oh shit you know tighten this down and yeah next guy gets up to go pee you know he goes out there and checks it and makes sure it's not yeah rolling down the hill <laughs> haven't had that happen yet but yeah that's a pretty cool little setup and it's 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 lightweight you know i'd love to bring the 10 by 10 canopy in but yeah. it's kind of that's kind of cumbersome and takes up a lot of space this one again is the poles and stakes and stuff stay up there and then oh, okay. i just roll that up that little nothing which is nothing yeah and i and i bring it back and dry it out and yeah, it's been pretty tried and true over the years so um, that's that's awesome yeah we love our setup out there um let's end it off on like the most probably the tritest truest like alaska tent you could get is I, and i don't think there's a dispute that yeah. the arctic oven is Pretty hard to argue that the one. ultimate alaska tent you know mm -hmm. and they have different sizes um they have um slightly different shaped ones um they have ones with wood stoves and now they have ones with propane stoves which oh, is wow. insane, which is really cool. That's, that's um, I was on the moose uh, slash caribou last year with Chad and, and one, two of his buddies, they both had um, their family or one of the guys had his family out there with his Arctic oven. And that thing was amazing. It was him and his two daughters. They did the double bunk, mm. the double bunk mm -hmm. um, uh, cot. And then him and his wife and in the center, they had the gas stove, which I believe is this one. Okay. Oh no way! You see that? There's no firewood. There's no firewood. Um, that's so cool. They put that propane, cookie sheet in propane. there. Yeah, so that runs a line to a propane tank, which is outside of the tent, Man, that's, and it that's trickles. It's just right like you can set the heat, dude, to exactly what you want it to be. So like you go in there, it's exactly seventy-two or whatever it was. Yeah, and it's just sipping on that propane. Mm -hmm. um that thing is amazing but you know what i'm saying you're paying you're paying premium price you oh, know yeah, that thing you ain't buying one for less than equipment. you know 1800 bucks oh I, I was thinking with the stove it's probably a five thousand dollar purchase yes yes probably. realistically yeah because i think the tents are like pushing three grand but you feel the material like i oh, super know, I always check them out you feel the material of that thing it's just like the thickest like i don't know what it is although those Nylon. things are those things are the truth um and they got different sizes like here's the 12 by 18 and they have like Holy this moly, that 8 by 18 is just massive whoa that thing is huge dude that's what's up super cool straight winter camping a huge vestibule massive vestibule um and then this is uh this is like they're smaller i want to say what was that at um yeah this nunatak i want to say it's called the nunatak um, they sell at Air, Airframes Alaska over there. Um, Airframes is by, where is Airframes? Merrillfield. Merrill, mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's over there in Merrillfield area if you want. Okay, so here's the none attack. Oh, look at this. This is a really good picture. And this is Arctic oh, Frames. Wow, so shout out to Arctic know. Frames. Um, they have tons yeah. of rad stuff over there. Um, oh, that's not what I wanted to do. But you can just see, like, there are different sizes of tent right there and the shape. So they have the smaller one all the way to the full gamut of, I don't know how many people fit in this last one. But they all have the legit everything. Legit everything. Yep. 
Yeah, that one is. Um, they all come with that snow, hard to, that snow uh, skirt thing that like goes to the ground and it goes out another foot so that you can stake that down. And it's meant to put like this picture to put the snow up against it so that, you know, there's going to be zero windage coming up into there. Yep. So, you know, we got to, we got to, you can't, if you can afford it, you know what I'm saying? If you're out there balling and that's the one and you want, and you're bringing your girls out there or this is going to be your ultimate hunt. Mm-hmm. I know that Jake, um, shout out to Jake Cooper. He might be bringing, he's looking to buy one for his, for his super cub. And that's just going to be his, his go-to one. An Arctic oven? Yeah. Oh, wow. So, um, hopefully, I don't know if he bought it already or whatever. I think he's, he's saving up for it or whatever. Um, and that's a true four season all around, just insanely beautiful, well-designed Alaska tent. If any of you guys have ever watched um, like Life Below Zero or any of those shows, that's what those camera dudes are staying in. You know what I'm saying? They're not staying in the dude's cabin or wherever they're at. They are um, They are uh, staying in those tents. What'd you send me there? Yeah. Oh, I wanted to make sure we gave out um, a, a shout out to the Barney's, uh, the bomb shelter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, yeah. that like okay. I've I've never actually seen one. Gary, in my person. homie Gary used to had one of those. Oh really? Yeah. Oh okay. So so it's similar to the Arctic oven one that shape. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or for yeah. one of their things. I think it, that, oh look at that they got an Elko over. Yeah, there. they got the same thing there. Ain't that cool? Yeah. Um, and you've probably seen it if you drove by Barney. Sometimes he hasn't done it in a while where he sets up the tents outside. Yeah. Well, now there's that oh, coffee yeah, shop there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's why. Yep. Um, but that bomb shelter is, I mean, the word, the name says it all. I mean, look at the thickness of that pole, dude, right there. Like this. Oh, yeah. That thing says it all. It's just stout as can be. You know what I'm saying? But it is like a supposedly probably a six man, but really like three dudes. Oh, yeah. In there. They all are. You, you know. know? Yeah, and I want to give that shout out because I, I, while I've never actually stayed in one, used one, I can't vouch for it. Um, some of the most um, consistent and like hardcore hunters that I've known in Alaska, um, and, and some of the more tenured and mature gentlemen that have been doing it, um, Doctor Duclos is one of them. My my daughter's um, orthodontist. Orthodontist. He, uh, you know, he's got a super cub, and I think he's got a beaver he's got you know he flies all over the place big time hunter and he like preaches all day about this tent yeah and i know he's had it in the in the shit like the shit of the shit so um when he tells me about his hunts and the weather and stuff he's going through and he's always you know he's tried and true he takes that that tent out yeah um and 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 as we said before you know if you want if you want the top of the line stuff go talk to kevin or one of his staff there at barney's they carry they carry his bomb shelter they carry mm-hmm. the stone glacier they carry the black diamond teepee uh they carry the hillebergs um they carry what's the other one kafaru they carry mm-hmm. some kafaru yep, stuff yep. the sawtooth um and more obviously more knowledge than we probably have on that like oh, i mean yeah. if you want to get technical on specs sure. and exactly what this thing yeah. you know packs down product testing and, and all of it um and just like anything that they have over there it's it's alaska certified 
So if you're looking to jump into any of those tents, go out there. Obviously, it doesn't have the Cabela's. Um, I haven't been up to that store or Bass Pro. Um, you know, I try to keep it local. Um, so they might still have some of those guide tents or something like that. Like if you're introductory and you're trying to take the family out, don't go with the Coleman. Don't go with the cheap Walmart. I've seen many of them blown over. <laughs> you're going with the family the next day. How about day. when you see them rolling across Kachemac? Oh, dude. Just the tent, just on the water? Yeah. I mean, So if the, anybody can imagine, the wind is like rolling a tent so yeah. fast, so hard. It came dislodged from the ground, and it's with all the stuff going in across gone. the yeah. water. So if you're, if you're really about Straight it. Straight to the bluffs. I mean, you can do that, and you can do a lot of nice weather stuff, but you go out there, and you're expecting to go on Memorial Weekend, four or five days, and you're taking it to one of those, Nanilchik or Anchor or Homer um, Beach where the wind is just constant. You're not going to last. That thing's not going to make it, dude. So, oh, no. So mm -hmm. the same thing, like I've said with the Kirby deal, like you can buy the cheap Bissell every two years. Yeah. Or just go ahead and drop the, the money and get the good one, especially if you're talking about bringing your family and your kids out there. Like you want them to enjoy For it. years to come. Yeah, because you don't have to last more than just those couple seasons. Yeah, and and sometimes it'll last one season because that rain comes, that wind comes. A lot of those cheap Coleman's, they're the main thing is that that rain fly doesn't cover the entire tent. It's no. just like the edges. It's like barely on the top. So if it's raining sideways, yeah, it's for fair weather car camping. Yeah, is what that stuff's for. Yeah, entry level, quick overnighters, fair weather only. You know, I you think. Know. Speaking on the co-op, I think that that's another item we got to oh, throw in that co-op yep. of ours. That Arctic oven. Co Project co-op. Arctic yeah. oven is yeah. definitely on the list. Yeah. Or a bomb shelter. One of those. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. We got I don't think the bomb shelter has the stove mm -mm. capability. No, that's true. Um, uh, they might. might the now. new one. New mm -hmm. one. Um, yeah. So that'd be a good option. So then when we go do those Kodiak and a Fognac and these other crazy ones, we're just yeah. bringing one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definite one. That that you know is, is going to do the job. I wanted to just, you know, before we, you know, close it out here tonight, um, just a couple that for me personally were just some good tried and true family camping style tents, you know, and, and the lower price point, more, you know, uh, moderate level stuff. Uh, we were talking about Marmot earlier. They have the Halo 6. That's a 10 by 10, you know, seven foot tall, true six man tent. Yeah. Um, four people entering there comfortably. Six can definitely go head to toe. Um, that's been a great product that I've used for years with the family. Um, the Celtic Grand Mesa, it's a very inexpensive, kind of more of a two slash three seasons. It's a lot of net mm -hmm. of the tent, but then it's got the fly. Yeah. Super light, two man. Like, I mean, if you're just not, if you're not trying to go out and break the bank and, and you're just going to, you're going to go roll over into Sportsman's Warehouse and look for a tent. Like, it's a $200 tent. It doesn't weigh anything. It's super easy to set up. If you just want to get into it to find out if you're in, yeah, you're into tent camping, you know, you have these options, man. You don't have to, you don't have to necessarily go and drop $1,000 on a tent. Yeah. And then use it once and realize, like, man, I'm really not into this. And now you're invested $1,000. You know, if you're into it and you really want to get into the real backcountry, I would strongly recommend those higher quality products. But if you want to go car camping, weekend warrior, fair weather stuff, 
Yeah, there's some stuff out there. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. Nice there's a huge range of it, man. But I just, those are two products I've personally used that for years before yeah. I got into the Cabela's guides and all this other high end shit. Like this, yeah. these were these were items that you know worked really well for me. Still have them to this day. Yeah, and, and, uh, and borrow them out and. Yeah. Anyone listening, if you have any further questions, feel free to hit us on the email or on our DM and in Facebook or Instagram and all that stuff. Um, shoot us a message, man. We're we're, we're definitely down mm-hmm. to um, to help you out. And 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 uh, what do you got? I was just thinking we'd uh, shut her down real yeah. classic. So like. so you know, go to Barney's, talk mm-hmm. to them if you want to really get some info on some legit gear, and. Uh, Get out there and explore, man. There's too many motorhomes, dude. There's too many motorhomes. Oh. There's too many people oh sleeping God, in parking bro. lots. The campers um, this this year, it's like it's so control, many dude. campers. I yeah. was about to be one of those. I I refuse. I was about to buy a big camper a couple years ago, and the wife and I were going to go down and drive to Seattle. We had one picked out and run it back up the the Alcan and and do the whole thing. But COVID came and you know screwed that whole logistics through canada and it's probably the best thing that ever happened to us yeah because we were hands down approved we were going to get one yeah but instead we got a side by side and now we're going out and you know 20 30 30 miles into the back country with the wheelers and camping which is it's a whole different thing dude you're not next to people there's not a 10 o'clock you know those have their place yeah, they Campers do. Our pods, place. all those things like, are cool. Dude, They're awesome. Not if saying I wouldn't have one. If that's just, what you're into or, or, you know, a lot of times it's like, it's the only way I, I hear this. It's the only way I can get my lady out, which yeah. I understand. You sure. know what I'm saying? Not everyone's. Running water, toilet, uh, heat. Yeah, hardcore. Satellite you know, TV. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and I, I would say also as a separate thing on the, on the TP deal, like the Megalite and all that stuff, like a lot of times you will bring like the little PPTP. Mm, you know yeah. the little the little thing which is legit and okay oh you know that yo before we before yeah we need to give that a shout out the the p-tent yeah the p-tent's nice <laughs> legit i i don't think it's it. like i would rather almost just use the megalite well yeah but the you can stand up in the other one though that's true it's kind of nice yeah you but know, you're going you're there to, to squat business and yeah 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 and i just uh well we had that thing out at eureka um yeah and actually that helped oh man that thing was that thing was pretty sweet yeah, i have one i never busted it out dude like my wife wanted one because we'd be in these places where you know you're on a beach and there's no cover or no nothing and uh you gotta you know Yo, yeah yeah that, that's thing. that's definitely where it makes the most sense and in where we were at the other weekend it 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 kind of made a lot of sense too it was uh it was nice to just get away and have a little spot to uh it was, it was private, but not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like <laughs> you can still hear you. It's good for the women. Yeah. <laughs> hear the hard push. <laughs> um, so hit us up if you got any questions. That's kind of the you know what we we're, what we're using, and and you know of course there's other ones out there. We're just telling you what what we've been doing and what we've tested and what we know is certified. Um, and with that note. Yeah, time to close it out. Yep, close it out. Everyone out there on your hunting expedition, stay safe, stay dry. Good um, luck, good luck, know, man. Keep in communication Godspeed. with your family, with us. Set, tag us in your pictures and all that stuff, man. We love to look at that and share it and all that stuff. And, Absolutely. Uh, when that with the... Yeah, stay wild, Alaska. You remember <laughs> my speaking to you of what I call your overcautiousness. Are you not overcautious?
When you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing? The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Super Glue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They are the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Anchortown Dogs, located on 4th Avenue across from the old 4th Avenue Theater. Look for the blue and gold umbrella. From reindeer dogs to bomb euros, they've got you covered. Anchortown Dogs, your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart. Crude Magazine, Alaska-based media outlet using the last frontier as a springboard to discover larger truths about the cultures of our great state. Read more at crudemag.com. Lawn Pro AK, Alaska's year-round professional property maintenance team. Services include snow and ice management, weekly lawn care, and more. Get your free estimate today at lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. Lady with a Plan, your own Alaska event planner. From scouting the perfect location to planning the tiniest details, specializing in event management and production for intimate social gatherings. Find Lady with a Plan on Instagram. Should you not claim to be at least his equal in prowess and act upon the claim? I say try. 
If we never try, we shall never succeed. This proposition is a simple truth, and it's too important to be lost sight of for a moment. If we cannot beat the enemy where he now is, we never can. It is all easy if our troops march as well as the enemy, and it is unmanly to say they cannot do it.